good, everybody? Oh, man. You ever had those days where, like, you have to turn on the Switch? Not like Nintendo, but, like, you know, get it going. Uh, Yeah, we're getting it going. The Switch is on. This, my name's Sean. This is Weekly Games Chat. As a matter of fact, it's episode 354. Holy Lord. 354. If you happen to uh, have something called Twitch, now that's an app you can put on your phone, tablet. You can go to the website on a computer. You could be watching us turn on the Switch live. Every recording, uh, it's Tuesdays, just in case you wondered, because the episodes come out on Wednesdays. Uh, and you could say hi. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not alone. Never never do I, uh, do I go alone. You know, the Sith. There's always two. We know that story. But it, with Weekly Games Chat, we try to make sure there's three because we are a hot mess when it's just two of us. I'll tell you that much. Uh, rocking a L.A. Dodgers hat and a fitting Star Wars t-shirt today. I'd like to officially welcome to episode 354, John. How you doing? What? This old thing? <laughs> <laughs> what is up, Sean? How you doing? What's I'm, up? Uh, I'm apparently Henri today. Like my if I if I made a car, I, my name would be Henri Ford. Boo. Why are you Henri, Sean? I don't What's I don't know. Going? I was trying to take a nap before the show. You can update. My Shut phone. your face. Your name's not Henri. It's Siri. Like really? Uh, my watch just went off. But like, I don't know. I was trying to take a nap before the show. I think I'm in between sleep cycles. Who knows? Ooh. Apparently, that's a thing. Fun times. Tell you that much. How you been, John? Not bad. Um, kind of been batching it. Is that a word? Batching Wait, it? what? This is a family show, sir. For uh, since uh, Friday, Clarissa's been out of town visiting family, and then this you know starting monday on on a business trip oh so, so you're just been, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh yeah so you're yeah, matching it. it uh not to be outdone uh <laughs> i got now see what chris has been doing you know if he's got a word like batch uh i do know he had to put on his work badge today what I, happened? I'll tell you that much, but no, he because he's got a polo on. He went to the workhouse. So, yeah, uh, Chris, briefly. welcome to the show. Good to see you, buddy. I feel like I haven't seen you all day. <laughs> Joke. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, I did have to put a polo on just so I could go to our local clinic. So that was fun. And then I just kept it on because I had meetings. Yay. Meetings <laughs> are. Uh, so you didn't go fun. to the office to work. You went to the office to the clinic. Yeah. Yeah. And you put a polo on? I mean, walking you know, into the tower ain't going to be going in there with a tie-dye t-shirt and shorts, you know, like I'm going to Firehouse or something. See, now <laughs> I had the same talk with him, John, because I went, you're, you know, our company is, is, is they're glorious because they offered people if you wanted to take it and if you could do it to continue to work like uh, what we call remote, which means we don't have to travel to the office. Correct. Uh, Chris and myself currently are slated as those types of workers. And so I told Chris, I said, dude, I'm going in like a t-shirt and jeans. Cause like yeah. Yeah. you can wear t-shirt and jeans. And then he made a valid point, you know, him being a bachelor and all he said, listen, it was clean and it was right there. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a fluke. <laughs> it was, it was basically a fluke. Kind of like when I, 
we we do this thing where we're going to go, hey, I want to bring this up for the intro. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, this part of the show uh, has been going now for, I don't know, maybe just under five, six, seven, ten minutes. I don't know. Five. This is called the intro. There's <laughs> there's very loose structure, but that's because we're pros, right? Because this is the gr- the greatest gaming podcast about video games ever. Okay. Um, and secondly, it's because we, we just want to catch up, you know, and let you guys know what we've been doing. Kind of like apparently quit. Chris watched the Uncharted movie. Where did you watch that at, buddy? That's not important. It's, it's kind of important. That's not was important. It at the, or the house or it was I knew it. I flip and knew it. <laughs> the first it was, thing, uh, that's the first thing that popped into my head when I heard him say this. Yeah. Was I read him say this? I didn't hear him say it. I was like, yeah. But you heard it when he read it. Wait, what? He's going to say something like, it doesn't matter where it, It's such a Chris-ism. It, it doesn't matter who we are. What matters is <laughs> I watched lie. it on Plex. Let's put it that way. There you go. For what is Plex? Let me Google you know it. what? He doesn't want to. Uh-oh. <clears throat> but yes, uh-oh. Uh, more importantly, uh, I did watch the Uncharted movie. I will say it is not completely terrible. Um. I think the one thing that I thought was going to be true was very much true, which is that pretty much uh, Marky Mark does not really play Sully. He plays Marky Mark as a character named Sully. My name, my name is Sully. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. Say hi to your mother for me. Okay. Um, Say hi to your mother for me. But you know, it <laughs> it does take one of the more famous uh, scenes from the game, aka the the airplane scene from I believe it was the third game, right? of the desert there kind of has that like montage and things and it's definitely over the top and zany and crazy and you know if if you want to be a realist you could probably find about 12 different parts where tom holland should have broken his back or just died but you know he made it um but you know uh for the most part i think going through it now the last part what what might make people who's fans of the game a little upset is the last part of it. Like maybe the last 15, 20 minutes of it is the most uncharted. It feels. And you're like, why didn't you just do more of this? The whole movie, Um, you know, like specifically with Sully and the constant murder and, (laughs) Oh no, that's there. That's there throughout. (laughs) But um, you know, like the, the primarily, you know, if you think about, especially the first game, the dynamic was Sully and, and Nate, right? Um, for a good bit of this, Sully is just kind of there. And sometimes he's, he's there, but he's not really there. He's kind of off to the side and it's more of Nate and this, uh, other character who was fine. Chloe, uh, them kind of going through and doing uncharted like things, you know, going through tombs and all that. But then finally in the last 20 minutes, you do get that, like that banter back and forth as they're trying to overcome, uh, you know, just completely mounting impossible odds. Uh, and crazy things that should not be physically possible, but that's fine. And even the end has a couple setups that are very nice nods to the, the original game. So I wouldn't mind seeing another one. I just hope that if they do make a second one, that maybe they lean a little bit more what they did on the back half of the movie, as opposed to the bulk of it. Because the bulk of it, like, there are a number of people that are just kind of forgettable. The villains are all for forgettable, except for maybe one. Um, you know, it's just, 
it felt like a project uh, and it shouldn't be too surprising that had been tossed around and maybe rewritten a couple of times, which is exactly what we know happened with this movie. Right. And it kind of shows, uh, but Tom Holland perfectly fine as Nathan Drake. I could definitely see him, uh, being Nathan Drake though. He does have one little part where he's swinging from stuff. And I was like, Spider-Man, um, you know, <laughs> I, was, I was waiting <laughs> for, for Tony Stark or someone to show up, but he never came. I love you 3000 blow, right? What blow? <laughs> blow i love you <laughs> three thousand bro <laughs> holy lord but yeah still uh, um maybe check it out when it comes to a streaming service kind of like be. you did yeah <laughs> sure we'll go with that <laughs> jokes uh you know what's not uh what's crazy is uh, a couple weeks ago i dj'd a uh a, a prom that was the first prom ever and i was thinking about uh i was thinking about that today uh really and I thought about it before because if I could do like this DJ checklist of things I've done, I cannot believe I've actually DJed a prom. It's pretty cool. Um, but I digress because I needed a way to introduce the fact that apparently someone very important in John's life went to a prom. And there's, he's, you know what? Very important. You know, I'm sorry. I'm kidding, of course. John, uh, take it away, my friend, and tell us your story of your prom adventures. Well, my prom adventures start back in 10th grade when I was <laughs> <laughs> it's like 1990. So, yeah, um, at our school, there was a tradition where the senior class would get together and select certain members of the sophomore class who would get the honor of going to the prom as ushers, that kind of thing. Like people who were responsible for maintaining the punch bowl and making sure people went through the picture line and all that stuff. So it was like five or six of us that, that got to go. And I went to the, I went to the prom and it was like, you know, I was amazed at how, how everybody pretty much showed up. Um, and 30 minutes later we're gone. And I hate that. I, I was like, why would I even bother doing this? So, so when it came time for me to actually participate as a attendee for the junior or senior prom, I did not, go i never went to prom um despite all the all the women begging me to take them right literally knocking down your parents house to try to get in touch with you to go because back then we didn't have cell phones or pagers wait That's we might right. have pagers yeah we had pagers <laughs> and maybe some just imagining some, some bag phones so it didn't it, it was of no surprise chris were you about to say something i was gonna say i'm just uh, knowing john's dad i'm imagining him holding the door. They're coming. <laughs> John, what <have> you do? <laughs> so, so, uh, how you say 23 years later, I have the privilege of kind of experiencing, um, my, my kid do the whole prom thing and doing it very different, uh, differently. I, I, you know, I half expected him to not be, a participant kind of like me. It's not that he's my, he doesn't have my DNA, but you know, I've been somewhat influential with him, but you know, he's, he's, he's dating someone. He's in a, he's in a Ooh. relationship with someone who's actually a senior. Um, interesting. Wow. Um, which is traditional because Clarissa's older than me. <laughs> hey. <laughs> but, um, so <clears throat> they got all dolled up. Um, you know, and Aiden was complaining about how busy his Saturday was. I'm like, oh, get, cry me a flipping river. But but the plan was just straight up. Um, 
you know, get ready for the prom, have pictures taken, go there and stay for 30 minutes or so, and then go back to her house. Parents are there and just, you know, spend, spend the evening together. And I think he actually spent the night there on the, on the couch. Um, on the couch. <laughs> on the couch. So, uh, but the main crux of the story is, you know, Clarissa being out of town, it was sort of my job to, you know, make sure that I met the photographer at a certain spot for the pictures to be made. And they were being taken at the Coca-Cola Space Science Center, which, you know, oh, fine. Uh, but we go out there and it was a, it was a jungle out there because everybody had the same idea. Um, and so this me, is why, by the way, then you ended up in front of my parents' house. Cause I know where that spot was. You took pictures. Um, <laughs> I always forget your parents lived down there. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we were probably close to it. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we we I mean we photos turned out great, but you know, this is this kind of morphs into old man chat. We go out there and Adam's with me too, Aiden's Aiden's actual dad. And he's a little bit older than me. And we go we go and we go in front of the Chattahoochee River, way down yonder. Mm-hmm. Um and it wasn't as hot as a hoochie but it was it was it was a little warm. And he's standing there looking out into the water. And this whole time I'm having to, it took about 10 minutes to when I got out of the car, I'm like, man, I gotta, I gotta pee. And (laughs) there's nowhere, there's nowhere to go. And, you know, I I walk up to Adam, who's just staring out into the river and Adam looks and says, man, I gotta pee. (laughs) And I look at him, I'm like, me too. And, you know, it's like our 45 year old bladders can't, can't, can't handle being outside for more than a half hour without having to go take a squirt. And we Wait. had a good, we had a good, what? What? <laughs> and we, and we had a, we had a huge laugh about it. It was just really funny, but um, it was, it was, it was fun to be around um, Aiden and his date who is, whose name is Adelia. Awesome. Oh, really wow. Pretty name. We we call her D for short, but I, I would have a hard time memorizing her name. So I would just call her all sorts of weird things like Adderall and and right. um, all kinds of crazy stuff. But, you know, it was a it was a good night. I think I haven't seen him since, but I think he behaved himself, which is always good. Because I told him the night before, I might like, listen, you know, a lot of people get into some serious trouble mm-hmm. and do things that affect the rest of their life because of prom night. So just, uh, mind you, was that the, was that the infamous, the, the pre-show thing we talked about? Is that, was that what happened was happening? No, I don't know what I was doing. That looked like that. I don't know what I was doing, but we weren't talking about that at all. Right, right, right. Well, that's, it was really good. Uh, you know, being a friend of yours and, and, of Clarissa's on Facebook, I was able to see some pictures and it, time is flying by little man's growing up. He's not really little man anymore. He's kind of taller than me probably he's up there with like you it's ridiculous but it is uh that's what's up uh just as you told that story and this is important and i'm lucky too uh to be honest not to steal the spotlight whatsoever but maybe we can start a trend so nacho hey what's up chat and and especially to nacho right here says i don't know why but it makes me really happy to hear that you have a good relationship with adam being you know aiden's uh dad a lot of people you know a lot of times either don't have that relationship or they compete you know, um, I'm lucky to where 
So my ex's husband, um, her his mom, my daughter looks at her like a grandma. Like it's it's almost weird, but it's almost normal. And I, I really hope everybody's able to do that. But great, great stuff, John and Chris. So I apparently uh, when you I was time the table is I is <laughs> not what you think. It's gonna be a big letdown, but apparently I time traveled. Uh, all right, so let's let's do what we call a setup. So uh the wife, my, I have a wife. Your wife. Your wife. She had a birthday. It was birthday. technically uh, yesterday. But when you hear this podcast, if you're not on Twitch, you're going to be confused. It was the 25th. Okay. And like I, I'm supposed to do, I, I, I find out things she would like for her birthday. I make sure those things are, are happen. They delivered. Uh, do you have what did it happen? Do you have it? Okay. Uh, so, uh, I basically order things and and recently and I don't know why things they don't seem to be uh sent to me in ways that that are promised uh and I'm speci- I'm speaking specifically on one company uh let's just call it a very famous ebook uh e-commerce company started selling books Jeffrey Bezos uh, for whatever reason, either I have the worst luck in the world or uh, I don't know. Uh, but I've noticed a trend and, and it, it kind of has followed the trend of the pandemic where it's I'm more surprised if a thing actually gets here with quote unquote prime delivery uh, than I am if I don't get the following text. We're sorry your package didn't arrive, but we expect it to be there between three days from now and three days from now. Kind of, I mean, I know there are better odds than like when the cable guy used to come to your house. Uh, yeah, we're going to be there between 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. Uh, <laughs> make sure you're there. Or we're not going to install your cable for another month and a half. Wait, what? 7.59 p.m. <laughs> I have to work. Uh, so I say I traveled back in time because her birthday came and went. Uh, things I ordered online did not show up. Uh, but the one thing I was, uh, I did still make things happen. Uh, but the one thing I noticed is I would I would look at the app to track my package. and. Uh, at one point, you know, I had that message that it's delayed. We're hope it's on its way, blah, blah, blah. Well, I woke up this morning. Today is April the 26th of the day we record the show. And my app told me my product would be arriving today, April 23rd. (laughs) (laughs) And so... I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't know what happened. Uh, luck. I do know this. If you guys notice this, that this emer, this e-commerce company, they they are big now. A lot of people use them, and they they kind of divvy off deliveries. Like your post office, your postal service will bring you packages, and sometimes you get tracking numbers that they can't find because what's happening is. UPS, FedEx, whoever they're they're working interchangeably. I was never able to tra- I was never able to track this thing. I had no idea what happened. But as we record this show, apparently I've time traveled back to current time because I got a notification during John's prom story that I had a ring, you know, at my something motion at my door. The package is here. She just peeked her head around the corner. You may have seen her on Twitch, and apparently she got it. Uh, that's not even her big present. So, no, that's not a joke for that, okay? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) We had a lovely evening, and that was a low-key way to also uh, officially wish her a happy birthday. She'll never listen to this. 
But for we, we were born five days apart in the same year. So for five days, I too am with an older woman, John. Nice. That's hot. That's so, that's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, hey, but shout out to everybody. If you happen to listen to this show and you happen to be a delivery uh, driver, person, whatever, I know you're working hard. I did not mean to, uh, if it came across as throwing a little shade on, you know, that I know it's tough. I've seen some really cool videos recently to kind of segue out of this. I don't know if you guys have. Uh, there was a video where two delivery guys, two different companies, they see each other at the street and they run to the door to see who's going to win and drop the package off first. They high five each other. Kind of cool. Kind of like imagine seeing Domino's and Pizza Hut look at each other and swap pizzas and taste them or something. It was kind of like that. I've also seen a, uh, a, a drop off where the person getting the package basically wrote a note, put it on a chair outside and gave the person a thank you gift just for saying you've, you've delivered so much. You've been through a lot. So yeah, all that stuff's out there, you know, warm fuzzies and thanks yous and all that stuff. But apparently, yeah, I time traveled because today was the 23rd until about 30 minutes ago. That's funny. So funny. Uh, but we, uh, we are on, on Twitch. Once again, this is a podcast about video games. If you haven't figured that out yet, because we have yet to talk about a video game. We talked about a video game movie, but it's probably fine. And very shortly, we're going we're gonna to transition. So if you're only hearing this, you're going to hear music that's going to introduce a topic. And then if you're, uh, if you're watching this on Twitch, once again, hello, and you're going to see everything kind of change in just a minute. So, Chris, did I get the official bling blings yet? Or are we looking good? We're we good. Bling blings. Our, our executive producer, Chris, is telling me we're good. I'm going to shut up now. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. You've reached the uh, what we call the topic time of our show. And whether or not you, uh, you know, you just fast forwarded to right here, or if you listen to the entire thing, you made it. We are here. Uh, this is where I'm going to now shut up because Chris is going to do a thing with his voice and he's going to officially announce what this week's topic is. Uh, the topic is... Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga <laughs> I would be willing to bet he practiced that this week but he probably didn't in front of the mirror <laughs> in the bathroom he's like yo uh yeah man john <laughs> it's uh it's lego star wars skywalker saga week that's a mouthful <laughs> something's missing um what's missing i feel like something's missing like from the title or like something like we need something for this the box no hold on you, please yeah. t- uh, if he brings out a lightsaber there what is John doing? Oh, oh he's, he's playing on. That's he's, a troll. That's such a troll. <laughs> <laughs> now, now we can continue. I wish I yeah, had nice. one of those hats. He had to put. He, it's like he just signed. It was not a national you, signing day. Chris, do you remember this hat? 
Do you still have where, it? Where is my hat? I don't know if I have, I have that, that hat. I thought my hat was didn't have the. No, reflective. we had the same hat. Well, maybe don't I'm wrong. Same hat. <laughs> I can't give Chris anything. He I just mine's in my closet. I'll he go just get it. junks it. <laughs> I, never... I did wear. I did bust out my favorite Star Wars shirt I ever bought in my whole life, and the reason I love it is quite simple. Because you know what this guy is. Oh yeah, and That's you know Vivi the sound from... he makes. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah, he did. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they want to know. Uh, chat wants to know uh, where your Jedi robe is, John. If hats existed a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, this is what they'd wear in the Jedi Temple. Uh oh, Sean broke something. What's wrong with Sean? Oh, he's going to turn. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Uh, ladies and gentlemen, for those who are listening at home, Sean just turned on a lightsaber on his wall. I did. But see, all I, did, I don't. I don't all I did was touch it. I don't typically like gimmicky hats. You know, to me, hats. You know, you put a sports team on it. I saw these at Walt at Walt Disney World. And I was like, those are awesome looking. I've got to buy those. They are, and they're they're nice quality. I mean, nice stuff quality. at Disney. Yeah, they're. Uh, what was that? What's that symbol? Nope. Nope. Yeah. Whatever. New Era, I think is yeah, the Yeah, no, it, it's not even that. You can just tell it's quality. Yeah. And New Era hats, of course, that's the hats that Major League Baseball players well, well, wear. They well. Look, I hate you well. <laughs> you know, it is what it is. Uh, and I got to be honest, it was one of the few hats that fit my noggin. Because um, I got a dome. My head's so big. Now, this is a terrible way to start this topic. My head's so big. Uh, the glasses I wear. Uh, I hate that I'm going to admit this, but I have to. You mm -hmm. know, when you wear glasses, kind of like yourself, you want the hook of the glasses around your ears to actually start after it gets past your ears. Oh, yeah. It's very uncommon it for me to make that happen. <laughs> That's amazing. I've got a dome. Kind of <laughs> like Darth Vader. Segway. But, uh uh so here's gonna here's gonna here's honest to god's truth me and john john and i we both played this game we've played it on different systems that's gonna make an impact on our story yeah i'm very john, curious i'm very john curious is, how this, how i think plays. you've played it more than me i think i've gotten everything i need to to do a a, a you know a top-notch review of this game mm -hmm. there are some things that i think you've probably got some experience on but you were the person when it was all said and done that I knew the game. I had seen it somewhere, but you reminded me at one point during recording or us hanging out or something that your excitement level for this game, you hadn't been excited for a Lego game in a while, I think is something you said, and you couldn't wait to get your hands on Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker saga. Yeah, well, I don't know that I've ever been truly excited for a Lego game at all. Like when these things first came out, the the the, the first Star Wars, the first Lego game they ever made that was attached to a franchise property, whatever. And, and that's when, and I bought, I bought the original um, Lego star Wars, which was, I think, I don't remember if it was the prequels or the, or the original trilogy. No, it was, um, they came out with Lego star Wars, which was just the prequels. And then they came came out with Lego Star Wars: The Original Trilogy. That's what it was called. And I got both of those games for the GameCube. That's when I that's when I played them. And I don't remember that much about them. I remember it was a pretty good time. But other than that, you know, 
people have their own different favorites, whether it's Lord of the Rings, uh, Indiana Jones, I hear is pretty decent as far as uh, a Lego game goes. But I don't know. I can't really put my finger on why this had me so hyped. It just looked so good. And I mean, I mean, we can just start off there to me. You know, there are some problems aside, but at least graphically, um, this game is very pretty. Um, They really they really did a good job with that. And so, Sean, you should tell. Did you tell you're playing it on Switch? Yeah, I'm playing it on my beautiful Nintendo Switch OLED. Uh, and I've taken I have taken this game with me on road trips because I the switch is easy to take. Uh, I've I've played it docked, you know, uh, and that is one thing. Since we're right there, I will notice. So, like, what he means by gorgeous, it's not the Lego guys or girls or you know Wookies or whatever you're running around as Jar Jar and his silly run. Uh, but you're you're not paying attention to that per se. Uh, the the backdrop for me on a lot of these like whether it be, uh, you know, a city or an open field or whatever, it, it adds as like a, this canvas for this game. Uh, and I'm able more than ever to see like the depth of the, the, the levels and the graphics. And what I mean by that is literally there will be tiers and, and that's T-I-E-R-S of, of places you can go. And, and yeah, you're right, John. Even on the Switch, and I don't mean to sound that as like we're talking bad about the graphics quality, but you played it on a PS5, uh, I believe. So you you do have more graphical, is this a term? Graphical powerness? Yeah, it is now. <laughs> so, yeah. Look at Chris. Chris, you found it. Good for he you, did. man. The reason he found it is not because he wanted to find it. It's because he wanted to prove you wrong, which he is, <laughs> he's done. And not that he owned it. That was not what he was shooting for. That was that was part 1B of the quest. Part 1A was to show you it is not the exact same hat. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's the exact same hat. No. Mm. It's, it, John, I don't know how to tell you this, but you should not be a detective. <laughs> either, <laughs> your, either your video is just off on different color. This is very light. Gray. Yours so looks our, like it's yeah, black the main on dome mine. part is a, like a we're gonna call it a. Uh, I know, I know. Listen, it's it's the it's the way my the lighting in my room. It's the same hat. Oh, okay. Promise. You are you serious? Yours looks all black. It's not. Look at it now. Here, I'll, I'll pull it. There you go. See, it's now blue. it looks blue. What? <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, hold on a second. Hair. We're working wow. this out. We gotta go meet up real quick to make sure the hats are the same. Uh, but yeah, John, that's a good place to start. The game looks great. Not, and, and we don't need to dismiss it as, you know, just a another Lego game. In, in many ways, it is. I'm going to go ahead and say that. But that's kind of what you want when you play these kind of games. But from a graphical uh, standpoint, it, it's it's delicious. It really is. Yeah. And, and you know, TT Games, I think that's what they're <clears throat> called. TT! Under the guise of Warner Brothers Games. Uh, they get Star Wars. They've been doing it long enough. They really get... Um, the sounds, the characters, the vibes, you know, the set pieces, they, they understand what they're doing here. Um, you know, it's just, it's almost like if, um, it's like how the, the Marvel cinematic universe is doing the multiverse kind of right now. It's like, it's like all, all these characters are sort of variants of the real thing. You might say, um, like this is an alternate universe. Um, and you know the game the game could could have potentially been so long because it covers nine movies but nine 
<laughs> every movie is sort of gives you the, you know, it starts off with, it, it kind of gives you sort of a cliff notes version and, and ladies and gentlemen of a younger generation, cliff notes is what people used to use in college was, and high school. It was a physical when were, book when they were cramming for, for a, and they didn't want to read the book. They would just get the cliff notes. And these are kind of the cliff notes of all the main games. It covers the major points. It covers all the things that you know and love. It covers all the things that you want to do. If you want to, if you're, if you're wondering if pod racing is in episode one, they got you covered. Don't worry. It's there. Um, it's hard. <laughs> it took me twice, uh, two times. Yeah, yeah, me too. I was like, Chris? why can't it? <laughs> like, what am I doing wrong? I'm Anakin freaking Skywalker. <laughs> Chris, what's up? Hi, uh, Chris with Weekly Game Chat here. Um, I just wanted to ask, how much of it in the first uh, movie is Trade Federation based? Because I don't want to touch this unless I get like 45 minutes of good old fashioned Trade Federation. Well, drama. well you, you know, in that first episode, the movie is largely based on that. Mm. So that's in there. But like John said, they found a way to make it uh like you could you could swallow it like it's okay yeah i know what it is let's touch on it boom but there's other beats uh, happening and uh, and uh and you kind of get through it because to be to be honest to me the most iconic if we're on episode one for example the most iconic thing i did was the darth maul fight yeah like, i mean the, and, and they maul. do it and they like you, you think of you mm-hmm. think of episode one you think of the pod race yeah and you think of the lightsaber fight at the end of episode one. And I could spend a half hour talking about how, how the, the, the lightsaber battle in episode one is the most important lightsaber battle in the history of the star Wars universe for many reasons. He's not, it's, it's You're on a lot of lists as the number one. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it, it's, it's, did, it's, you it's know, like, did you know, Anakin would have never turned to the dark side had Qui-Gon trained him. That's why they call it duel of the fates. That's why they call it that. The, he's speaking, of course, of the music that accompanied that fight scene. Uh, yeah, and a lot of times, the older I got, the more I realized, if it wasn't for Qui-Gon, we wouldn't even have had Darth Vader, not because he died, but because he was like, we need to train the boy. Train the boy. You know, over some stupid metachlorians that aren't even... Just, just, I don't know. Don't, not, see what you've done to me? Now I'm angry. Metachlorians are awesome. Now I'm angry. Of course. Okay. You know why? Because when I think about it, I watched the movie and I saw behind the scenes. And when he was on his little radio and he was talking about metachlorians, that was like a big shaver that they took the the blade off. And that's all it was. But it looked like a radio that he could talk into. And now I'm mad about that. A big shaver. <laughs> so um, this is this game is 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 very I don't know. I've never really played anything like it. It's very multi-layered. Um, there are main stories. There are but there's you know there's different ways to approach it um one of the things i would advise if anybody's trying to get into this game and it's what i did just burn through the stories just burn through them quick as you can um you're looking at about nine to ten hours of of gameplay if you're just you know it's almost like watching the movie It, it every every chapter in this game is almost like the length of the movie um, uh, between an hour to two hours, depending on how much time you want to put into it. Um, and, and, and Sean, I don't, I don't really know how you approached the game. Um, and even where you're kind of at with, with, with everything, but w- what you're trying to do is sort of get your, get your play style ready to go into 
I guess Disney, uh, Disney Infinity would call it the toy box or something like that. But it's like, uh, I think they're calling it free play. Yes, every free time, play. Every time you finish a chapter in an, in the episode, it opens it up to free play, meaning that you can always go back to it um, as Darth Vader or whoever um, and go back and, and unlock characters, unlock ships, do all kinds of cool stuff. And to me, that's where the real, the game really, that, that's where you really want the game to be. Um, so what I've been doing <clears throat> pretty much, and, and I'm, I'm on rise of Skywalker now, and I know that's kind of like, that's how it works with me. I'm on the last chapter of the last boss. It's like, it's like, it's like a habit for me. I have to be almost I, done. I'm going to defend you though on this game. For me, it did. It, I didn't start playing it until I don't know. Not I, you got you got it technically on release day. I didn't. I did the big trade in, mm-hmm. and I really didn't get going in this game because uh, it does have this. Until you realize what you just said, which is a huge, I think, tip if you haven't, you know, jumped into a, a Lego game, is is yeah. Don't don't. I squirreled so much early on on trying to find bricks and and. Yeah. Uh, I remembered, like you had mentioned, uh, I don't know if it was on air or not, in Lego games, you got to beat, you know, just beat up everything, get all your coins, blah, blah. I spent so much time doing that, that I didn't do what I should have done. And that is simply the game. I think it really does want you because, like you said, you can complete complete these things one or two hours, you complete each story. You move on to the next one. You're unlocking things, and it unlocks that free free play mode, which is really where you now can go and explore uh, bring in other characters that that are going to have you know those icons by them that they can unlock the certain things so you can get more cool things uh, as far as completing and completionists like to do for this game and these kind of Lego games. So you were yeah. spot on with that, and and yeah, it like you said, it it's it's fun doing it too, you know. Oh yeah, uh, the experience, the set pieces, the way everything, the the way they their interpretation of Star Wars is is um, is really good and. I, I I was very surprised about this. I was, there were times and it was consistently, I was rolling in the floor laughing. Really? This isn't, this isn't kind of a, a cute kind of funny. This isn't, this isn't a chuckle here and there. This is stuff that just makes me per- personally, I mean, a lot of physical comedy, like uh, one, one thing comes to mind in episode two, Attack of the Clones, you know, Anakin and, and uh, you know, everybody's seen the movie. There's, there's no spoilers at this point. Yeah. So <clears throat> they're going after Dooku because, you know, they, they got to catch him before he leaves with the plans or at least try to. And when they walk into and the, when they walk into the um, to the room, you half expect the way you see it in the mo- movie. But they walk into this empty room and then and then Dooku acts like he's surprised to see him. He pokes his head out and he's got this shower cap on. He's got his shirt off. He's been showering. So they catch him, they catch him showering. Now that's not funny saying it to you like that, but the, the it's like everybody's so the reactions and, it's, and, and how they interact with each other is so stinking funny. It's so irreverent in the perfect ways. Um, I mean, it's even irreverent to some of the, <laughs> to some of the sadder moments, you know, it's like it never takes itself too seriously, but it no. gets the story right. Yeah, anybody like so like we're old now, and if, for example, Tinley, uh, I was trying to think if during during the time when another Star Wars game would have been out, could I have showed her the game? Would she have retained it? 
could we have played it together? This game we we can, and I'm gonna get a reminiscence when I play the game because I'm I'm going through this story, and you know I love this franchise, I love this series, and she's learning about it for the first time, but more like, and I'm not, I mean, I don't want to say a kid way and make you think this is a quote unquote kids game. It's quite difficult sometimes, uh, but I, I love what they do, and and that she's gonna get the story. But for example, uh, like you said, uh, we'll. we'll you, they show a side of a, a fight or a scene that's not necessarily that we saw in the movie screen. Maybe it was an afterthought or you knew it was happening, uh, but your main character on the movie screen went this way. Well, this game kind of keeps you the other way and you kind of get to work through some like battles if you want to. Uh, or, or you may find yourself stumble across, um, I don't know, like a, like a puzzle that you got to figure out that's that you didn't even know you wanted in a Lego Star Wars game, but it's kind of, kind of fun. And John, I'm talking uh, in in episode two that that uh, Geonosis factory. Mm-hmm. I loved that little adventure that I went through there. Yeah, that was that was good stuff. And I only brought that back up because you brought up you know Dooku, but Dooku. I've always like, Do- Dooku. Dooku, really? <laughs> yeah, like literally Dooku. So- so one of the reasons why I, I say, and you can do this, uh, th- there are a few ways to do it. Um, one of the reasons you want to kind of burn through the stories is it unlocks a lot of characters by just completing the game. You don't have to go out and find them. They just give you certain characters that you need because that that is kind of the way to unlock secrets in the world. Like like Sean, I know you know, you talked about early on wandering around aimlessly trying to do certain things, realizing you can't do yeah. them yeah. because you don't have a protocol droid. You know, like, yeah. like sometimes you'll walk up to this character who just is speaking gibberish. You can't understand him. And the reason you can't understand him is if 3PO were there, yeah, uh, he can walk up and just understand exactly what that guy's saying. I mean, you'll see puzzles that need to be solved through the use of force powers, moving objects. And you, you can do that either using a Sith Lord or a Jedi. It doesn't matter. There are certain things that, I mean, there's, so there's, there's a character class element to this game that has bounty hunters that ha- there's a bounty hunter character class. Obviously, you know what those are. You have the scoundrel, which obviously, you know who those are. You have the hero. That's uh, typically uh, a hero that comes to mind is Finn. He, he's considered a hero character class mm-hmm. in the game. Um, there, you know, and you can also do what's also makes it easier to, to, to do is if you, you know, if you got the, the special edition, the deluxe edition, like I did allows you to unlock certain characters that, you know, you, you paid for that has that bounty hunter, has that hero character class, has all these things that could allow you to go into the world a little bit more easier, easier and switch characters in and out in the world. So you can access certain puzzles access certain computer terminals, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's, it's so, so the, so you've got the, you've got the story mode of star Wars, but then you've got the explorer element of star Wars where you can just go back and there's multiple areas, multiple planets across the star Wars universe. There's obviously Tatooine and Coruscant and Jakku and, you know, all these different, you know, indoor, all these different things. Um, that allow you to to explore freely on your own. If you need Darth Vader on Endor for some reason, you can select Vader and go to Endor. If you if you if God forbid you want Jar Jar for something, you can you can select Jar Jar and go to Jakku. 
places that Jar Jar never was in the movies. So this is this is sort of outside the box kind of thing where, you mm-hmm. know, you're allowed to just kind of pick and choose once you unlock a certain chapter, a certain area for free exploring. Yeah. You can, you can start, you can start going back in and, and what that does is you unlock, you know, you know, new characters. I think the, I think the, the developer said there's over 450 unlockable characters in this game. And some of those characters are multi-tier. Like you could have, you can have Padme in her Queen Amidala outfit. You could have Padme pregnant. <laughs> I mean, there's an actual minifigure where Padme is actually pregnant. So there's different versions of many different characters in many different outfits across the Star Wars universe. But Chris, I think you're about to say yeah, something. Yeah, I was going to say, like, that's what I've always admired about them with their games, kind of like their, their <laughs> hidden Metroidvanias, right? Maybe yeah, not, Maybe not the first couple ones, but... The first one I can remember that was really like that was the Lego Batman 2 when they brought the DC heroes in, right? Where sure. they were like, you go, as you said, you go through the level and you have like, maybe you're going through the levels Batman, but then you could go back and play a Superman or Green Lantern or whoever, right? Joker. And they all have their unique little quips and all that kind of, so it extends out, right? Like if you just want story and, and the humor, they've always been good with that. As you guys kind of highlighted, they've always had good lighthearted humor that is funny. Yeah. Didn't um, they kind of use uh Lego Batman two as kind of their justice league game in a yeah, way. Like, and it, it was great back day. Like, cause whenever Robin would be with Batman, Superman would show up, Robin would be starstruck. He'd be like, ah, he's the greatest of Batman. It's just like, really? I mean, like <laughs> you, you hang out with me, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. So they've always done that kind of stuff yeah. really well, but I like that. Like where, if you just want the story experience, you could go through it and say you're a younger kid as, as like Sean with Tinley, you could be like, Hey, here's a basic overview of going through star Wars. But at the same time, if you want to go and have content to do for hours and puzzles and different things that you couldn't necessarily see before, it gives you reasons to keep going back and trying different yeah. combinations. Yeah, it, it really, really does. Um, it gives you it gives you a lot of good incentive, you know. On top of the fact that the game is so charming, you think it would bother you that you're like, "This isn't real Star Wars; it's Lego." No, they've always you had start, their thing. You start to just sort of, mm-hmm. you start to just kind of go, "Yeah, this is Han. Yeah. It looks like a Lego minifigure, but it's Han." And you know, to that, and and Sean, you you you, I don't know how, I don't know if you've been impressed with the voice acting, but I've been very impressed in their ability yeah. to sort of capture you know it's not them you know it's not mark hamill right. but it sure as heck captures Troy mark Baker. hamill <laughs> um, yeah and a matter, as a matter of fact uh, just to touch on that real quick hey, yeah yeah uh, they actually included because they went to voice acting uh they included an option i don't know if you saw it where you could go back to mumble mode, I think is what it's called. I saw that. I saw that. That's what that is. So you can go back to the other ways and they would just go, you know? Yeah. Yeah, That's how they used to. I remember that way, way back from the originals. It it almost sounds like I could be wrong. I I could be wrong. I don't know. It almost sounds like they got a couple of voice actors. Just kind of doing them all. Well, from the clone wars, like they had these guys Mm. come in and go, because you know, Anakin sounds like the clone wars version of Anakin. Um, Mace Windu, you know, the emperor, all these guys, but I was just, it was like, man, the one I was most impressed with, um, I don't know if you've gotten to, uh, empire strikes back yet, Sean, but, um, the guy they got for Lando 
sounded just like I haven't um, played Empire yet. That sucks. Sounded just like Lando when he's be talking fun. about you truly belong among us with the in the stars. Blah, if you're gonna clouds. be Lando and talk like Lando, you got to. It was off so Lando. good. It was really good. Even <laughs> even Vader was was really was really good to where I was like, you know, I used to say they better hurry up and do like a a Darth Vader television series or a Darth Vader movie before something happens to uh, James Earl Jones, uh, mm. knock on wood, you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, I was, I was always, I was very, very impressed with the voice acting, making you feel like you were, you know, these were the characters. Um, every planet has different areas. You know, like for example, Tatooine has Mos Eisley, has Jabba's palace. They have the desert wastelands. But every planet also has the activity um, where you can use a, a spaceship and and do things outside the planet's orbit, different things to explore, different things to get. Um, and which is cool, yeah, yeah, I love that. The game is all about collectibles, so you know, you're, yeah, you're collecting, you're collecting, <laughs> you're 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 working to unlock new minifigures, um, you're working to upgrade your your characters. And you do that with two things. You, I mean, you upgrade with these things called Kyber bricks that are everywhere in the world. You just have, you know, and these are things, if, you know, getting access to Kyber bricks are where a lot of times you'll need different characters to do it, you know. Um, but these things give you the ability along with um, studs. Yeah. Studs, <laughs> you know, these. everybody knows what studs are in these games. They're, they're basically your currency. You, you know, you run around, you break things and you collect studs. Chris, it looks like you were had a, you had a thought. Yeah. I was just looked, I looked up the voice cast and you know why, you know why Lando sounds like Lando? Cause is it, it, him? it is in fact, Billy D Williams. What? <laughs> yeah. You're look at the front me. door. Yeah. It's that blows my mind to be honest with you. I mean, a lot uh, of these are definitely different people, of course, than yes, their actual counterparts, but it looks like he came. I'm back so to glad. I'm so glad you checked that. That's so cool. I was just, so awesome. I was just wondering, I was like, it's got, I was like, I wouldn't be surprised. I was like, Billy D Williams isn't, he doesn't beneath him. He retired. He's got, yeah. he's got time to do it. He, he's just had, I, I was listening to him talk. And I was like, somebody got that buttery smooth, you know, Barry White voice going on pretty spot on. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that. Thanks for checking that, Chris. That's awesome. Yes. So, um, yeah, but but you you with these Kyber bricks and and, and studs, um, you you can upgrade your character classes. And I mean, the first thing they have this basic they have this basic upgrade system that is that applies to all the characters. You know, increase your speed increase your ability to absorb studs as opposed to going over to get them. They just, you know, that that's very common with, with some games. They just sort of soak into you. They just come to you. I don't know what I would compare it to, but you know what I'm talking about. And then every character class like bounty hunter, Jedi, Sith, whatever protocol droid has their own, you know, upgrades. Um, and you know, things to increase their individual abilities. Then you have these things and I haven't found any, <laughs> but I haven't really looked that hard for them because there's not many. There's these things called data cards that can, you can go in and increase your ability to sort of manipulate the world a little bit better. They're like perks. We'll just you know, like Wolfenstein. Certain games have perks that you can unlock. 
Like if you get a data card and you spend currency, you can unlock the ability to have every every stud you collect has twice the value. So you can collect twice the currency. And then there's ones where you can you, you every stud you collect has four times the currency value, six times the value. And and it's like it's you know, some people recommend you you go for that really quickly as fast as you can because it makes it a lot easier late, later on to purchase and unlock new characters. Mm-hmm. So that's something to keep in mind. But yeah, I mean this this game is just packed full of content. Is it a kids game? Sure. But it's got that it's got that blend of of elements, story, gameplay that makes it attractive to adults because you know we all grew up with Star Wars. Um but Sean, I, I want to know how do, how does uh, how does the Switch look? Well, it it does. It looks great. And I don't know if uh I mean, let me let me say this. I was excited to play this game and and it was because I don't know how to explain. I still can't put into words how I feel after the the last trilogy. So at the end of watching episode 9, you know, there's going to be some uh, you know, some 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 band-aids you got to rip off. Uh but this has been a great segue to do that. This game is it kind of it goes through all the things. It reminds you everything of Star Wars. And 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 I I think I did make a mistake. I think starting on episode one was a mistake because uh I don't know. I don't know how to put that into words, which sucks because this is a podcast and I should be able to articulate better. Well see but, that's one that's one thing I wasn't paying attention to. I started with episode four mm-hmm. because if you notice when it goes to that menu screen, that's the one that's, that's the first one. There. Yeah. I didn't I didn't so basically you have access to when you start off, you have access to force awakens, phantom menace and episode four, a new hope. Basically you have access to the first episodes of each, of each trilogy, trilogy yep. because that was sitting dead center. I was like, okay, I guess I have to start with this one. That makes no sense. <laughs> so that's uh, the one I started with. But the, the game, obviously everything on switch is always good in this, in this way. I don't know if you've had updates, but I do know that if a switch has a system update or a game update, it is, almost immediate in your plan yeah um so the game runs obviously fantastic uh one thing that we didn't do which we we should have done if it was possible was to co-op because i hear that if you can co-op this makes it so much fun especially online uh we didn't do that but i haven't had any crashes i i think i've seen uh and i wanted to watch you i wanted to see you play this game uh because I again I, I would have bought it on PlayStation. I would have. That's 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 the console I would have got it on. Uh because I do feel like I can see where they kind of had to maybe not make that look as good as it could, but it still looks amazing. And I say that because I've seen screenshots and I and there's screenshots from a PS5 and they look freaking amazing next to a Switch. Even mm-hmm. but you know, there's something to be said about holding the switch in your hand, and you know this, John, and anybody who's yeah, listening yeah, yeah. that has Especially. an OLED, it looks it looks great. Yeah. Plays okay. Things that I've had a problem on, I don't know if it's uh you know console specific or if it's if it's everybody, but like aiming. So there a lot of times you gotta aim, whether it's throwing a lightsaber or or a blaster. And I'm not talking about like in a spaceship, because the dog fights in this game are I think are really cool. Yeah, they are. Um, they are. They're, they're like they're really epic. They're fun. They're cool. There's even times where uh, you can be in space in a ship, and a Death Star can put some Tie Fighters after you. 
Dude. You could choose to engage those if you want to, or you could peace out and be like, nah, bro, not today. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I squirreled for a minute. But yeah, one thing that I started noticing that I didn't like was during fights, my aiming is really loose and I'm used to a tight, I'm used to a fast aim when I want a fast aim. <laughs> I'm used to a tight aim when I want a tight aim. Yeah. This just felt awkward and clunky. And I thought that was weird because it was important. Um, because, it, well, like I said, it, holding a blaster or if you're holding a, a lightsaber, uh, at one point, uh, <laughs> Jar Jar, I'm going to bring him up as much as I can because everybody dislikes Jar Jar. Uh, he has like this magic, uh, it almost was like a magic wand stick that he had. I don't, I just felt like that was clunky and bad. Uh, did you experience that at all on PlayStation? Aiming, specifically aiming. Jar Jar's uh, weapon was garbage. <laughs> Hot garbage. Specifically his weapon. But um, one of the things, I mean, go into your settings. I think this was default on PS5 where it's kind of like auto aiming a little bit. So it's, 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 it gives you sort of a more kid friendly approach and it's almost set that way because um, I, I guess to answer your question, I got, I got used to the, um, the to auto the, aim to the thing. blasters and how they work. It's not the best. It's certainly not. I mean, even even Uncharted is not the best, and I'd take Uncharted any day of the week. Yes, over this, over this, and, and that kind of um, sucks. To but me, it's but forgiving. You're right. It's it forgiving is. because you're not. It takes a lot for you to die in this game. Yeah, um, and even if you do die, you come right back. Yeah, <laughs> and when I'm always using the blasters, I I I hold down the the right trigger to to kind of zoom in and and have more control over my aiming. That's kind of my method, but yeah, yeah see, I, mean, I don't, I don't know how mine would be zip. Mine's a ZL and a ZR. They're a little different than yours. Mm-hmm. Uh, even using the pro controller, I thought that maybe would help it. Cause I played it handheld. I played it on a joy con. Um, one of these things, what is this called? Joy con grip, joy con grip. I played uh, with that and I played with the pro controller and side note, I think my pro controller doesn't charge anymore. Holy oh, no. I'm going to try to confirm that later. But uh, yeah, as far as playing the game, it played well, but there were things like aiming and other little things that I'm used to uh, that I don't know if that was a Switch thing or not. So I hope that answered your question about how it was on the Switch. Again, uh, top marks for having a portable console where the game looks great. It's a it's a hot AAA game that's out right now, and I'm able to take it with me to Atlanta while I'm sitting against a wall for a cheer competition. Yeah, I'm loving yeah. I'm loving the fact that they were able to put this on the Switch. I mean, I think that I'm glad that that's a good get. Um, but yeah, the aiming's not great. I mean, I guess because of that, we can go into other issues. To me, at least on the PlayStation Five, um, and I've played through virtually all the episodes. This is a glitchy, buggy game. It really yeah. Tell me what you mean by that. Let's see if I experience the, it's, those. It's one of the buggiest, glitchiest games I've played in a long time. Um, for example, the classic indoor m- moon of indoor scene where you're zooming through the woods. Awesome gameplay. Don't get me wrong. Oh yeah, this, this has happened to me twice. So you actually had um, this happen. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Let's see. Oh, well, no. so I'm I'm zooming through the woods. And it's telling me that I have to kill or destroy, I don't know, what is it, 15, maybe five stormtroopers or something yes, like that. So yes. And I get, I, get to, I get to my fourth stormtrooper, and I'm zooming through the woods for another 15 minutes, and I never see another stormtrooper to kill. 
and I'm never able to get to that fifth character to kind of kick me into the next phase of the game. So I had to restart that level. Um, that happened to me another time. Um, on Starkiller base where you had to kill a certain number of stormtroopers, but, but those last two stormtroopers never spawned. In fact, I went into one room and I see them behind a door. They're there. I see them. They just won't, they, they wouldn't come through the door. There's glitches like that. There's glitches where I was in my X-Wing um, on Cloud City and I landed in Cloud City and it was nothing but black. And then and then uh, R2 and Luke just fall through the world. <laughs> fall through the world. Yeah. Fall through the world over and over and over again. So I had to restart the level. Camera issues are just oh, not good. Yeah, and yeah. this is, I hate, I hate people who say this, but it's 2022. That, but I know not, what you mean. This right. should not be a thing anymore. Um, camera issues where you completely lose sight of your character and all you see is this big lightsaber in your face. Kind of like that time, Sean, when you and I were can't never mind. Um, True. <laughs> just uh, some, something else. Um, yeah. It, just, just kind of one of the worst glitchy experiences I've had in a while. Oh, I had, uh, I had Joy-Con drift. Uh, during a dogfight, and I thought, really? "Oh, it's 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 is wait, this isn't the original Switch. Why is this doing this?" So I took it out, put another game in. No Joy-Con drift. Hmm. So, so I don't know. I don't know what exactly what what exactly happened. So I'm on my plane, and I'm pushing to go like whichever way I want to go, and it's going the opposite way. It's oh, and wow. I'm having to really over fix it, and it's not one of those. Sean, are you sure you have inverted controls on? No, yeah, no, that's drift. That's definitely yeah. drift. And I, I was that was on I, the OLED. It was on the OLED, but it was this game only. Wow. <laughs> so, I don't know. That's bizarre. Yeah, I I'll, mean, it's um, it, it got it, it could get frustrating at times for sure. But you know, the worst part is just that that camera thing, and it, the camera can't the camera can't pan everywhere you want to see all the time it just it's like wow guys this is y'all should have crunched a little harder sorry that was a bad joke you know but um it's it that was kind of unfortunate for me yeah and and look i want to i want to say this i read this in several places and a lot of reviewers do you agree with this we could we could really harp on the issues yeah that we faced they were annoying Mm -hmm. i'm not trying to give them a quote pass because yeah. we're star wars homers uh but i think they, they can fix these things in post patches and everyone knows what we feel about patches i don't can you fix camera issues in a patch that's, maybe that's, not camera specific gotta be tough because dude there will be times like yeah and i'm over just nodding and i know i'm on a podcast and i should speak up but for me i saw like you know a collectible uh the brick that i wanted to get and they're locked and and so i need i saw a thing i needed to go unlock it and when I got to the thing, all of a sudden I'm just a wall. I can't turn. I don't know which way I'm going. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, what in the world? Um, but, you know, it, it, it's not the perfect game by any means. And it's going to yeah. suck because as we approach, uh, you know, given Richards here shortly, it was funny because the three games I beat this year, I, they got all tens. They're the greatest games ever. And I didn't beat this game per se. Uh, and I'm not going to give it a 10, uh, but it's not necessarily because of the glitches. I, I, I think even if the game 
I don't know how to explain it. It's it's good. It's fun, uh, but I don't think even even it could have survived. You know, getting well, a ten in my opinion because the games I did give yeah. a ten earlier, they had problems too. You know, they're not like, you know, it's hard to give this game. It's hard to knock this game too much when it's giving you all this. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's taken, it's taking the Skywalker saga and just throwing it, throwing all of it. It's just dumping it all in your lap and going and saying. I mean, it's one of those rare games that was like, go play. Just do what you want to do. Um, you know, and, and yeah, it's not difficult. The game's not difficult. It's mm. if it was a uh uh I'd give it maybe a two or a three on difficulty if we're on a ten scale, right? It's not yeah. hard, but there's gonna be all right, how much do you want to go back and replay it? Yeah. Uh, this could be this could be like a that. very this could be a very fun platinum to do. I mean, well, I think and you mentioned that, that's a big knock I have because the replayability yeah. for me is going to be almost non-existent, and that sucks hmm. because I have, and it's because I'm on a, a platform. Even with all the characters to get and all, you uh, know. well, what's all right? What am I going to do when I get all the characters? Play it. I, I have, I have, re, I don't have regrets on getting it on the on the Switch, but take, I, I, no, take all the PlayStation trophies, put them in an Excel sheet. And just do all of it. And then say, I platinumed it, but you never know it. Check it, check it. <laughs> See, I platinumed oh, it on Switch. Here's my that's proof. That's so funny. Part of me wants to, when uh, if, if our GameStop gets a PlayStation, they should have some more in now. Take this one in and trade it in towards it. And just start it over on PlayStation. That being that. I was, ahead, surprised, I was surprised you got it on Switch. They, but. Well, when I did the trade-in debauchery thing that I did, they only it had sold out at that store. It was only on Switch. And I said, it's probably fine. You know, you know the thing I say? It's probably fine. T-shirt. I'll get it on Switch. It's and I, I was thinking I can I can take it with me because I had some cheer competitions to go on and I was going to be out of town. And I was like, this this could actually work. And it did work. And it is fine. Uh, but, but like I said, this is a game I don't think you, yeah, you beat it really early if you're not dumb and you realize let's just hammer through the story because that's not going to take a long time. The, 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 you know, the girth of this game is the further exploration, exploration and diving into and, you know, everything else that we've highlighted over the course of this particular review. So it's like, yeah. what's, what's Darth Vader doing on Jakku? He's been dead for 20 <laughs> years. You know, it's like, but that's why we love these kind of games. That's, yeah, yeah. that's why we like Disney Infinity. Yeah. Because we could scan in a Darth Vader. You know, on a on a place he's not supposed to be with Ray or something, and it was fun. Look, this will this will entice you more. Okay, I got uh, I got the deluxe edition, so I have the character packs. I'm playing. It, it it even makes sense narratively because you're a bounty hunter. I'm playing with the Mandalorian. Yeah, it, it, his it's gun a, is so it's dope. BA. And plus, and plus, the child's kind of zooming around with you. He's just with you the whole time. Yeah, he do anything. He's just it's just so good. It's so good. I uh, I don't know. Um, I think it's better than any Star Wars Lego game I ever played ever. Uh, and I had all right. And one of the one of the most played Star Wars games I've ever played was I think PS2's The Phantom Menace Star Wars game. That game is not critically reviewed well. I don't think I played that game for about three hundred sixty eight hours. I couldn't get enough of it. I love running around the city. I loved everything about that game. So starting on um, episode one for me was bringing back a lot of memories. And I had a lot of fun, you know, at that part of my journey. And I've continued to have fun. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think I do have a little bit of regret 
on the platform that I decided to, to put the time in that I have. Maybe I'll rectify that. Maybe I won't. It's so but, uh, easy. I just wish they would put a achievement system in place. I mean, if anybody should do it, it's Nintendo. I just, I, I don't, I, I am, I don't know why they haven't. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because that will take up just the extra amount on the little cartridge that it needs. I don't know. I mean, like, it's a system thing. It's not a cartridge. Right. I was, I was saying, and they're like, we've got to go to disc if we put achievements in. You call it, co- <laughs> it's a Coinbase system. You got, you got, you know, gold coin, platinum coin. You got and, and the platinum makes, coin. On it this makes game. the noise when you get it. You yeah. know why do they, they don't do it, guys? Yes. Huh? Do you know the why? real reason? Because they're Nintendo. They'll do what they want and they hate you. And just accept it. <laughs> I and don't move think on. they do. I mean, Chris, this is this is gonna be exclusive for the Twitch folks. Have you seen this delicious console? I have. Man, such it's, a great OLED is so good. I have a gigantic hand, and this thing <laughs> looks massive in it. <laughs> Let me see. Um, Anything else you want to talk about? I, I did read, John. Uh, we could not have played. Uh, we I have to get it on PlayStation for us to co-op it, and that's a. To to be quite honest, we can't even play online. I don't think this is sort of TT yeah, games. Um, I was going to say this; it, it may not even be worth it because yeah. it's about to be right there at your house with you. Yeah, I think. Yeah, and I think that's I think that's deliberate for them because they they for them this is a kids game, and they don't want to put any kids at risk playing online with people. That's just kind of I from my understanding. That's what the developers have said. We just want to keep this co op. Because in our mind, we just don't want kids to be exposed to any type of toxicity or abuse. That's their stance. You know, it is what it is. I, I do want you to find every wandering Wookiee on every planet. Is that a thing? If you didn't Did know it was a that? thing, if you didn't know it was a thing, now you know it's a thing. I think you get an achievement for that. <laughs> find the wandering Wookiees. That's fair. I mean, but if you look at pictures of this game, uh, one of my favorite picture for this game is the is the marketing one, uh, where it has every character from across the Star Wars saga, and you, certain certain ones have lightsabers. They're holding their guns. It's just the it's the iconic thing they're using for marketing. That picture gives you chills if you're a Star Wars fan, I think. But then, like when you see the one of when they announced the Mandalorian, Mandalorian's got his two uh, blasters and the backgrounds behind him. I think it's Tatooine. He's on. Mm-hmm. I mean, it looks like. I mean, do you remember when we saw what Metal Gear Solid was it that Chris did all his funny things in? It looks like that good. It looks good. Fam pain. Yeah. yeah. It's good stuff. So it's a really pretty game. Um, glitches aside. <laughs> well, guys, if you had to give a Richard on it, what do you think that Richard would be? I'm gonna I'm gonna just just gonna just come out and say I'm giving it an eight. Uh, there's with all the things we said, there's something about, I don't know. It doesn't feel, uh, like I said, I wasn't giving it a 10 and maybe you're surprised I'm giving it an eight. Cause I was talking really good about it. I don't know if I'm just sour cause I'm playing it on switch. I don't know if, 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 I mean, I did play a lot of Lego games before. I don't, I don't think I'm burnt out from those cause this does feel fresh. There are beats of the story that like, for example, if you played the, the one, um, it was episodes one through six. They're not remakes of those levels. Like if you didn't play those, you're not missing out. So that's not what it is. I just, 
you know, I, I, I come up with these numbers a lot of times and I go, yeah, that, that feels right. And for me, an eight feels right. And so I'll leave it at that. And But to say that, I'm going to keep playing this game either on PlayStation 5 or continue on my Switch. And, you know, there you go. John? This, yeah, this is definitely uh, provision, provisional to me because it depends. I've only just kind of jumped into free play over the past few days, a couple of days, I should say. Mm-hmm. day and a half <laughs> <laughs> to where you know you're running around every place you go as darth vader and you're you know the the crazy things you're you're, you're realizing as you're playing the game certain enemies won't attack you if you're dressed up as a stormtrooper or vader or something like that like you can you can go through the death star levels as vader and nobody and you just walk through the game nobody messes with you which is interesting. I mean, you're you're just finding all these different things as you go. So provisionally speaking, I think um I was leaning <clears throat> was leaning seven, seven, five to an eight. I'm somewhere in between there. I'll just round it up to an eight. I, I'm kind of with Sean on this for different reasons. I think we both agree on the on on the you know, the the bugginess of it, certain, you know, things that shouldn't be a problem like camera. Um his switch experience is valid and contributes to the score as it should. Um, but I, but I'm really, this is a game I'm, I'm interested in spending more time with. So as far as my attention goes, it still has my attention. Yeah. Um, I'm well said. even, I'm even more excited to, to, to play it now that I'm almost done with all of the episodes. So now I can just jump in and play. I mean, it's just this, it's just this playground where nothing has to make sense. It's just sky's limit. If I'll tell you this, if you try, and I did, I tried to have my one-year-old brain make sense as I was going through, and I was, I felt so lost and so dumb when I finally just took off like my safety helmet and my elbow pads, and I just went to work and just started playing the game mm-hmm. and being as crazy as I could and and enjoying just hitting next on the next part of the level. I started to have it. It was like, it was awesome. It started being really fun. Plus it mirrors. I mean, it kind of, it mirrors how Lego wants kids to experience, you know, their Lego bricks. It's like they, they want that imagination. Well, that doesn't go with this set. Why are you doing that with this set? Well, you know, I just want, I just want Boba Fett to be, you know, in the clone wars here. I just wanted to be in this thing, but that doesn't make any sense. Aiden. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Did I say Aiden? <laughs> Possibly. But um, I'm having a blast with it, and that's what matters. Um, anybody who loves Star Wars as much as we do, and you, yeah, you got to play it. I mean, you, come on. This is this one is the uh, this one's the definitive Lego Star Wars game. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. We can we can stamp that uh, for everybody who's been listening to us. Uh, talk about it. Thank you for doing that. Uh, that was the topic. John and I, um, we are sad that we cannot co-op together because we do have fun co-oping. Uh, but you know, I got I, I, I don't have a bad feeling about this. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. All off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents the news. News. Uh, Did you say nudes? Nope. No. Said nudes. <laughs> Oh, I should probably change the segment, huh? Oh, how do you feel about the Zuckerberg? It'd be well, funny if we were all shirtless. 
<laughs> and we said news. Oh, my good. Yeah, uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to news. And Chris is already working on the pivots to talk about Mark Zuckerberg because he is leading off this week. Uh, yeah. and there's this is this was excellent. I watched this thing twice. Uh, so the MetaQuest folks had a gaming showcase. Of course, they're really big into the world of VR. For those who have a, a MetaQuest or Oculus Quest, whatever you, whatever you want to call it, right? You know, whatever. Oculus. I like Oculus. Oculus. <laughs> Don't get my uh, Oculus. Here are some of the announcements we got. We got Resident Evil Four: The Mercenaries is a new mode that has been released for Resident Evil Four VR. Mm-hmm is a fan favorite horde mode previously seen in the village. Uh, Ghostbusters VR was yeah. announced for MetaQuest 2, where players will run their very own Ghostbusters headquarters in New York, in a new city, San Francisco, and solve a mystery in a new chapter in the Ghostbusters universe. The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners Chapter 2 was announced that will arrive in late 2022. Players will deal with fewer resources, more walkers, in a new and bloodthirsty threat that will hunt you, or I'm sorry, hunt you across the city. NFL Pro Era is the first officially licensed VR NFL game, and it will allow you to take your team all the way to the championship. That's called a Super Bowl. Moss Book 2 will be coming to MetaQuest 2 this summer. We kind of thought this was probably going to happen, I think, last week when Sean talked about this game. Uh, Cities VR will arrive this week and will help players build the city of their dreams. Runes Magnus uh, will allow you to become a powerful wizard and wield magic in VR and will allow players to, quote, grow from a novice wizard into a powerful spell-wielding magus uh, in this narrative. Magus, whatever it is, I don't know. Uh, In this narrative-driven adventure. And finally, Red Matter 2 We'll pick up where the original left off and we'll take you across the solar system. Everything I say is always 100% accurate. Correct, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, one that, uh, you know, oh, sorry, go ahead. I just want to say real quick, you need to lock this in. This mm-hmm. is not Resident Evil, um, the one you were playing on PlayStation. Seven. Play Resident Evil 4. It's, it's probably the most. In VR? Accurate. Yeah. It's, uh, you hate me. <laughs> you want I'm me to just take saying, medicine for like you know nervousness and high blood pressure because you want me to play these no, kind of things. This is I the, don't, this is not you're not going through a nasty, dirty, sweaty house. John, have you played? Have you seen a zombie in VR? No. Well, kind of. I've watched you play Resident Evil uh, Seven. It's not the same, but it's not the same. This one is more. This is the this one's the most popular one. Because it's very action heavy, it sort of it sort of actually influenced you know, a lot of action games we had during the PlayStation Three, Xbox, with the, the love for well, actually, Resident Evil games, well, actually, dude. I'm just saying. Uh, you, I, I'm just saying for an episode, we need to. You need. We, need you need bookmark a, we kind of need. We kind of need an episode. <laughs> I gotta One pick that, up. Uh, I gotta pick up uh, Tokyo. What's that Tokyo game? Ghostwire? Ghostwire. Yeah. I've been meaning uh, There was a lot of stuff packed into this really tight yeah. presentation. Uh, <laughs> and it, it, am I, who's, all right. Am I wrong? And yes. I don't mean to be wrong. I, I don't recall. I personally don't get to hear Mark Zuckerberg speak a lot. 
He's, I just thought he sounded like Data. Well, he spoke, and I was like, that's what you sound like. Cool. Because she announced him kind of at the end, and he did the announcement for Ghostbusters, which was like, I really got excited for that. That, that game is cool. good. It's going to be fun. Uh, in chat, I had a question asked to me by Nacho. It, does he think Among Us VR, that was also announced as a, a win or a loss, or as the kids say, like a dub or an L. I think it's going to be a dub. I think that's going to be super fun if enough people get get together and play Among Us. That game is so fun with friends yeah, that, you could, that you can talk junk you know, to each other and stuff for. There was a lot of games that they brought out the second version of said game. And what that did for me, I missed the first versions of these games. So I went and researched them and put them in my favorites and wish lists and stuff like that. Uh, and I am excited about cities coming out. Uh, I, I, Chris knows from our days playing Age of Empires, I'm kind of, I'm kind of drawn to building. Uh, don't tell me to go play Civilization chat and 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 if you want to write in because I don't want to, but playing games where you kind of build a civilization without having to worry about the constant threat of war, aka Chris coming to destroy you with his mega army. <laughs> his mega army. Hi, Sean. What? No! Yeah. Chris is amazing at Age of Empires 2. It's ridiculous. Yeah, well, the, one of the most interesting bits of news, because I never, <clears throat> I didn't watch the presentation because, you know, FBR, but um, the NFL game is interesting to me because I, I didn't catch if it was, um, being developed by EA because EA so. has the only mm. officially NFL licensed game. And the fact that there's another game here that mm-hmm. is apparently NFL licensed is big news to me because it's huge. It's the first ever VR the, officially licensed NFL game ever. Yeah. But the fact that, you know, EA isn't involved in it. It's weird that NFL gave somebody other than EA a license for it. Well, that's called money. Yeah, probably EA's like, we have no desire to spend money on I hate everybody. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but that game is dope because you don't got to worry about being a running back, so you're not like juking out your living room and you're not going to blow an ACL out. You don't got to? You don't got to. No, you're a quarterback. What if I want to be a quarterback? What if I want to be Michael Vick? Well, if you, I don't don't know the specs yet, Chris. If you scramble, if you really got to run, because if you play Oculus Meta Quest, you got to draw you. If you're standing up, you got to draw your play area. And the game does not like you going out of your play area, or if objects become your body doesn't like your it, play area, you, yeah, because you will get hurt, <laughs> and no one wants to get hurt. But you that did hurt. look cool. Um, well, I would love to hear any of our VR fans uh, that own Oculus or, or Metas. I'm sorry if you're excited about this. If you thought that was a cool gaming showcase, I don't remember watching the Meta Quest gaming Hold showcase on. before. We just got an email from Zuckerberg. Uh, Sean, you're being sued for saying Oculus. There's there's another one for me. We got canceled, boys. It was a good run. (laughs) I'm dropping uh, bombs if I get canceled. Uh, But like verbal bombs, like cuss words and stuff. It's going to be great. Hey, you Um, know what I hope? Huh? Oh, unless you were not done. No, go ahead, buddy. I was going to say, I hope all these games experience some of the best launches ever on VR. For, you know, people like VR. For obvious reasons, kind of like the best launch ever that Lego had, uh, Lego Star Wars did, of course, for its franchise. That's right. The Skywalker Saga had the best Lego game launch in all time, a.k.a. history. (laughs) According to Warner Brothers Games, uh, this is a quote, the game has sold through 3.2 
million units globally in its first two weeks and has exceeded sales records across every platform, region, and edition. The game has outperformed all other LEGO game properties to include, but not limited to, Marvel, <laughs> Lord of the Rings, and Harry Potter. Um, John, earlier you asked me what you thought, the, or maybe I thought this, the other LEGO game I loved the most was Harry Potter. I think Indiana Jones would be third if I had to put him in order, in case you're yeah. wondering. I hear Indiana uh, Jones is great. It's legit. The game was originally announced back in 2019, and it did suffer from constant delay and uh, with a development period of, you know, five years. Not to mention crunch controversy. Controversy, sorry. Controversy. Uh, Chris, pay attention. Look up. Look at us. Say something. John. Yes, sir. I want you uh, <laughs> right now. This is a pivot live on news. Yeah. You're going to read mine, 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 mine. mine. <laughs> I'm eventually going to read something about a movie. After I read that, that's not going to be finally this week. Do you feel like doing research on breaking news that Dr Draven just put in the chat? And we can tie that into the final news piece of the week, and that could be what you read last, if that's true. That's not video game news. Okay, yeah. then, then f it. Never mind what I just said uh, and stuff. If I think you if you're gonna to add, I think we should add John's favorite release for the. Oh, remaining. that is. I can't believe that's not in here. But whatever. Right? That's it. Look, let's 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 let this conversation that we're currently having today die. at CinemaCon. They announced that uh, the Batman will be getting a sequel and will further explain. Why Bruce Wayne is Bruce Wayne? <laughs> uh, John, uh, we're gonna we're gonna let that die and uh, kind of continue the news. All right. Speaking of dying, <laughs> inside uh, Techland. <laughs> oh my God, I'm dying! Techland oh. has announced that Dying Light Two officially sold over five million units in its first month. In addition, the original Dying Light has officially crossed the 20 million mark uh, since it was released back in 2016, making it uh, uh, best-selling, beating uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> um, according to the pr uh, press release, Dying Light 2 sales are, quote, significantly growing each month. <laughs> they also announced they will be debuting new content for the game, next week which i believe technically is this week and i don't think we've heard anything yet hmm. but i think um <clears throat> five million is respectable i don't really know how that compares to dying light um the original dying Light's release and how it did in its first month but five million units is nothing to uh turn your nose up to i feel like dying light was a game that had like a long tail whereas more people like especially as it got updated more content got mm -hmm. added over time more mm -hmm. people kind of started to go, what is this and checking out? So I would, my guess is that they're much better off right now at launch than, you know, what they, they were. They gotta before. be happy, right? Yeah. We just said that Lego had the greatest launch ever at 3.2 million in its first two weeks. True. I know that we're not talking about its first, we're talking about a month for Dying Light. It sold 5 million. That's, that's good, right? Am I crazy? Oh or yeah. Not? I mean, who, who wouldn't want to sell that many units? Right in a month but you know i was about to say this is the same publisher but um 
Dying, the original Dying Light was published by Warner Brothers. This one is, I believe this one was pu- uh, published independently by Techland, mm-hmm. I think. But that's good stuff. I need to go. Chris, <laughs> read the next news article word for word. And let's uh, let's let John finish his statement because I totally laughed and cut him off. Go ahead, John. Um. Okay, here we go. Oh, sorry. What did I, I do? You, what did I do? Uh, so we have a release date for Splatoon 3. Yeah, that's good stuff. <laughs> Splatoon 3, I'm reading this like I'm Ron Burgundy. I just want to point this out. I have no idea what Sean caught. But anyway, Splatoon 3 is set to release exclusively for Nintendo Switch on September 9th. It is now available. God pre-order both retail and digital. <laughs> okay. Goddamn pre-orders. That's what I'm talking it about. is now available. Got pre-order both retail and digital. Uh, Splatoon three will bring players to Splatlands, a cartoonish wasteland that's home to paint battles of all kinds. Uh, a story mode will find Agent Three facing off against the Octarian Army. In the return of the ma- mammalians, <laughs> stumble m- mammalians, mammalians. Okay, yeah, let's go with that. Or mammalians, mammalians. Yeah, I just can't say. I could barely it, say. It's mammal. fine. I got you, bro. Uh, tor- turf war is back and we'll have four on four battles. In addition, Nintendo revealed that Splatoon 2's Octo expansion DLC will be available as a free download <laughs> to Nintendo Switch Online expansion pass subscribers. Yeah, friend of the show, Mike, was playing Portal 2 finally this week, right? And the big thing he said to me, he was like, wait, so Splatoon 2 is just a ripoff of the back half of a Portal 2 because they had a bunch of paint that splatted down in that game. And I found that funny. It's that funny. Like, he actually, he had mentioned something earlier about some other, like Portal ripping off another game. Yeah. In the beginning. Oh, we remember like, Destiny. He thought it was really He's like, off. so Portal ripped off Destiny. I was we like, like, no. <laughs> And That's one, not how that works. Yeah. <laughs> one came out before the other, bud. <laughs> um, um, hey, that's good. You know, it's kind of looking like a light year right now, and I don't mean buzz. Um, so that's a light year trailer for dropped uh, for the re- for the remaining year, as far as like big releases we know are in fact coming right now. For are we muted? Just for everyone? Okay. No, no, no. Um, I think. I mean, like, yeah, because, and I think it's it's no one's fault. It's just, it's the reality of COVID hitting, right? Like, if you're a game that was going into pre-development in 2020 and you're trying to go through that hell, you're just not going to have a, a lot of things that were probably going to be ready for this fall because of all the hardship. But having something big from Nintendo for the fall, especially because we know we're not getting Breath of the Wild 2, that's, that's prime real estate for them to get a lot of great sales for that game. Because if we know one thing, it's that Nintendo Switch owners buy Nintendo exclusives. So, you know, hopefully that will be very good. John, you're going to play it. You know, that's coming out this year. Yeah. Wait, before I say my segue, which is brilliant. John, did we we play Splatoon 2 at all? You and I did not play it together, but I played the mess out of that game. Two or one? Uh, Two. Played two. Did I, I play? Two. Do I own two? I own two. Okay, never mind. Well, Splatoon three is coming out this year. <laughs> Sorry, I just reread for, the. The it for is sure. now available. Got pre-ordered both retail. <laughs> for sure on September 9th. another game for sure coming out this year. Mm. It's apparently, God of War. Let's read on. 
A developer for God of War Ragnarok has assured fans that the game will definitely be released this year. To celebrate the previous game's four-year anniversary, Corey Barlog released a video saying, I just wish that we could share Ragnarok footage with you, but it's just not ready to be shown. This is what led to some fans being concerned about the development timetable. Yeah. Oh, huh. I don't think I'm reassured it's coming out this year. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I don't know. Hopefully, maybe something around E3 we'll get from them. I could see that if, if it is coming this year. That seems Dude, E3 is dead. Well, you know. You mean sometime, June. Yeah, sometime around Jeff Keighley. Um, I'm sure they'll... <laughs> You mean the summer? Yeah, sometime this summer, I'm sure they'll have a showcase. And if it's going to come out, that's probably when they're going to tell us the release date. But I don't know. It will not shock me if this, uh, if this does go to next year. But my fingers so, are crossed. So the original got not. I should say the original. The first, the, the previous God of War was, came out in April. Hmm. Um, so, it would, yeah, I think not this year. It's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why he released the video because it was the four year mark, which was recent yeah. in April. Um, saying, "Hey guys, it's coming out. We just can't show you yet." <laughs> so listen, John's about to read something, and this is crazy because did we do this on purpose? Did we? We didn't, and did that's we why I was trying John this because it would land a certain place. <laughs> no, uh, this is when the stars align, ladies and gentlemen, and you get to hear John. Talk about unions. What is up? Let's go. If you want to hear this segment of the show, sign up for our Patreon account. Do you want Page me to descriptions only get union talk? Do you want bro. me to mute you for the uh for the live stream so that they don't have to hear you do this? Oh, Let's talk about so my favorite funny. thing. Unions. Let's get into it. A former Nintendo employee. <laughs> I can read. A former Nintendo a for <laughs> <laughs> a, a former Nintendo of America employee has filed a complaint with the National Labor Relations Board and has accused the company of terminating their employment due to their involvement with a union. Da, da, da. The specific charge alleges that the employee was terminated due to activities with unionization, either joining or supporting a union and participating in other activities such as discussing their wages and terms of employment. The complaint also alleges, quote, engaging in surveillance by Nintendo of these activities. According to Nintendo's statement, quote, we are aware of the claim, which was filed with the National Labor Relations Board by the contractor who was previously terminated for the disclosure of confidential information and for no other reason. Nintendo is not aware of any attempts to unionize or related activity and intends to cooperate with the investigation conducted by the NLRB. Nintendo is fully committed to providing a welcoming and supportive work environment for all our employees and contractors. We take matters of employment very seriously. Somebody should come up with a video game called Union Simulator. There probably is one. I mean, they got like farming and goat simulator. Well, that's that's. I'm I'm not even being glib here. I I think that would be an interesting, there, um, interesting experience where you kind of pick a side and you and you and you have these selections of negotiation tactic and you have these selections of of um, things you want to include in your negotiations and see and you go based on percentages of what the what percentage would the company go 
it, you're you're basically trying to get the best deal possible based on percentages and how the game calculates. There's, I'm sorry, that's the most random thing I've ever said. I support a video game about unions. Actually, yeah, I was gonna say it's not directly unions. There is a game on PC called Democracy. They've done three of them, and it's kind of like what you're describing. Like, right, like where you get elected and then it's pretty much take all the facets of different parts, like, you know, policing, uh, you know, uh, the economy, education, healthcare, whatever, like every little thing and start to focus like how you use your political capital to change certain things. And then of course, what the cause and effect of those choices, like, you know, higher cost and, and all that kind of stuff over time can be. And I believe one of the things that's actually in there, uh, especially when you're talking about the labor part of it is like unions. Like, are you, is it a government that very much favors unions or is it more of that in favors, you know, like individual rights, I guess, of a corporation, right. To choose how they want to treat their employees and all that kind of stuff, what they're required mm -hmm. to provide. So it, it's, it might be something you want to check out. Shout out to Democracy 3. I always love playing that game when I'm drunk. Because I'm like, how can I ruin society tonight? <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I see this and I go, the big thing with this, the only thing I could think of was um, either he better has some juicy documents on his side that, you know, he's ready to go like, what about this? Or bear hope there's a whistleblower or something that's going to come to us to feds. Otherwise it's probably, I, I don't imagine it's going to go that far. Right. Unless. Yeah. I, and I was thinking this like and <laughs> it's like, if he was talking about, cause it does say uh, it talks about in wages or terms of what did it say? Let me scroll back up. Mm -hmm. If he was just telling people what he makes and got fired for that, I'm with employee. I'm like, oh, yeah. my employer tells me it's confidential and don't tell it. Um, but it's my, it's my salary. If I want to say it, I understand the reason, you know, like in a, a company's HR tells you not to do that because you may be the same position as somebody and they may find out you make more money. And then all of a sudden, I don't know, things like discrimination come up or other things and they don't, yeah. they want to kind of avoid that. I get it. But if it's like, you know, if it's something else, I, we, I kind of, I'm in a wait and see protocol situation. Okay. Mm -hmm. I need to see what else comes out from this. And I'm sure knowing our news history team uh, and our, you know, alignment with union talk, it's going to come back up again. I N Nintendo would never do anything wrong. <laughs> I know you're, are, I, I don't, I don't know if you're being funny. <laughs> I think when it comes Please to employment, I, I really do feel like they would run. I don't think they terminate you for like some willy nilly reason. Am I crazy on that? Nintendo is always Nintendo has always come across as incredibly ethical, right? But, but was this Nintendo of America or was this no. Nintendo? Nintendo of America. Yeah. Well, see, that was Reggie. You know, they kind of chill. They got they got Greg Bowser, Doug Bowser now. Doug Bowser. Yeah. Doug. You know they. You know. No, but we'll see. We'll see. I I do want. I'm gonna put a petition into for this if we hear anything else to to update everybody. Um, are we all not thankful that we don't have ads anymore on the podcast currently? Do you want to? Cause I am. Cause I wasn't getting paid off of them before. <laughs> well, you want some PlayStation ads? <laughs> no. Well, it seems PlayStation is also toying with the option of ads and games. After we learned last week of Xbox's interest, according to advertising insider, Sony, wants to encourage devs to create free-to-play games by adding this new way to monetize them 
beyond microtransactions and battle passes. Sony is also looking into rewarding players for watching in-game ad or yeah, in-game ads with in the game or with in-game items to include avatar skins. Ooh. Sony has not yet decided whether they would take a cut of the revenue generated by the ads. Sony's ad campaign is supposed to launch by the end of this year. Dude, um, do do you not suddenly feel like we're in Black Mirror? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it this is just as I said kind of like last week, it's like they're all looking for ways to make money and you've <laughs> You try NFTs, everyone's like, no, we don't want that. And that's probably a good thing. You know, we had microtransactions, we had loot boxes, we had all these things. They're trying to find a way to monetize these things. Not in a way, you know, not only because it does help these developers that are making free-to-play games. I mean, yeah, what was EA with Apex and Activision with Warzone and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, thinking of other ones, like... It, it, it's just a good way to generate revenue for something that otherwise isn't necessarily always going to easily produce revenue. And more importantly, I think kind of if you're Xbox and as I said last week and now PlayStation, I wouldn't be surprised if PlayStation does the same thing and says, we're not going to take a cut of your ad revenue because instead we're more so going to negotiate directly with these companies to have the right to be part of the ad packages that we will provide to our, uh, to our free game, you know, uh, free games, uh, what you call it, um, you know, package or whatever. Like, so if you want to be in rocket league on PlayStation, well then you're going to have to pay us to be an approved, you know, advertiser of free to play games on PlayStation. And that's smart for them, especially as bases continue to grow. Like, right. Like if PlayStation five in a couple of years has 80 million people on it, why wouldn't you? sit there and demand everything from someone to get as much money out of them if, as you can. So, so if you keep in track at home, you know, the joke on our show is John, John is pro unions, right? That was the whole thing, right? Mm -hmm. Chris is apparently pro ads. Apparently. I'm not saying I love it. I just more so I understand. Well, so, no, so I hate it. I'm saying I get why they're doing it and doing it this way. It's like, they're trying to figure out how to make money. Yeah. That's all it is. Is, And if you, if you're, someone like Epic or whoever, and you're trying to figure out to make every dollar possible off of Rocket League without doing things to piss off people while they play Rocket League, why not put a trailer for Fast and the Furious new movie up in the background on a billboard as you play Do you your think game? that's where it stops? Do you, have you watched... All right, if you don't oh, no, a it can go. account, it's a you're in the slope. middle of watching your content, and then boom, ads. Or even here on Twitch... Yeah. Uh, you watch your favorite streamer, boom, ads, until Correct. you pay more money to get ad-free content. You know? Right. And whatever. maybe that will be the way. You can I, be, Chris, I don't know. Well, from what they were talking about, they weren't necessarily, I guess with them, they are talking about potential in-game ads. I know Microsoft wasn't. Microsoft was more so at that. But you're right. It is a slippery slope, and it, it can easily go to a place where – with all these people, if they're not careful and they're not reactionary when things are perceived negative by the gaming population, it could go very bad very quickly, right? So there, it's something they're going to have to all throttle and kind of figure out what can they get away with versus what they can't get away with. Um, and, you know, 
is was it I, I think I would have the bigger issue for me personally is when I start playing, you know, if I, if Sony wants to charge me $70 for a game and I start playing God of War and before I start chapter 3 I got to watch this ad for Amazon Prime or something, I would be pretty enraged at that point. Unless I sign up for the PlayStation Plus a higher right, tier, that's, that's that would be where I that get to. That's it. what's going to happen, I think. Could Maybe be. I'm wrong. Could. Maybe I'm jaded. Maybe I've played too many games where you get them for free mm. and it's almost almost unplayable because you got to the ads just destroy it. But we'll see. I, we, I, I, I want to see Doritos ads in God of War. <laughs> When Kratos isn't throwing his axe, he makes sure to reach for a bag of nacho flaming hot Doritos. Have, have Kratos have Dorito fingers. <laughs> boy, I'm telling you right boy, now. Boy, give me the Doritos. If I'm playing a game and then there's an ad in the middle of the game, yeah, no, I'm going to watch. I'm going to throw I will, something. I will quit gaming. Yeah, I'll just quit yeah. gaming. It, it, at that point, it, it's over. You're not. I don't think that's a crazy. I don't think that's hyperbole, Sean. I kind of feel you. I don't. I don't want. I want it. Like I said last week with Xbox, I want it to organically make sense mm-hmm. in a Forza game or something. You're passing a billboard, and maybe there's something there that maybe makes sense and blends into the background and is not too obstructive and obnoxious. But where I do think this is going, whether they intend it to or not, you will. We're being we're we're being silly here. But sure. yeah, I can see Kratos licking his fingers because he's having he's eating Doritos. I can see that. That's fair. I mean, back back in the old olden days, the golden age of television, Andy Griffith show, I Love Lucy, different decades, but you know what I'm getting at. The actor themselves would be in an ad saying, I love you know colgate toothpaste oh fred flintstone loved his cigarettes well i don't mind you see andy Andy and opie around the dinner table or breakfast table eating post toasties Mm -hmm. you know so i you know having those characters being blended into the ad no i don't (laughs) know i gotta give a shout out to draven uh he was late to the party today on twitch but he's here unlike i don't know a lot of you where you at anyway uh this is solid here uh, he says Cheeto dust on the blades of chaos. <laughs> Cheeto, Cheeto dust on the blades nice. of chaos. You know, Spider-Man in a UPS commercial. I can get the package there faster. Well, they, if they want to advertise that way, like on TV, cool. But you know, right. because right. otherwise, do the billboard thing or the subtle, subtle, subtle. You know, advertising in game. I'm cool with because there's think, there's already. There's already things like the biggest one I can remember, Final Fantasy 15, right? When you do the cooking, one of the options was literally cup of noodles. Like this fictional fantasy land, this dude is taking out a legit thing of cup of noodles and going, mm, and just so happy to eat. And it was a meal in the but game. I don't, you would, that it, works, I think. I you know? know. It's cup of noodles in Final Fantasy. Well, instead of, all right, so like in, in Fortnite, for example, let's say they had like a, a, a soda vending machine and it just said soda. Now, mm. if it wants to say Pepsi or Coke, it'll it. We know what those are in real mm. life. And if they're in a world like that, cool. I can blow it up with my axe because I need to get some supplies, like some metal. Yeah, whatever. Or I think well, of I think of Blade Runner, an actual noir film, where um, very noir. You know, film. you've got you know you've what got, you've got those you, ads. <laughs> you've got those <laughs> you got those Coca Cola ads that just sort of blend into the world. You know, it's just there. You don't even like Blade Runner. You don't even it's, like noirs. It's a little Blade Runner is a little 
on the boring side. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's noir. super boring, dude. <laughs> I went to the theater to see 2049. 2049? Yeah. I fell asleep. Mm. <laughs> then Anna de Armas showed up on a billboard and I woke up. That was a great Shh. moment. <laughs> uh, we're, we're not sure if this moment's going to be great, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to get a new Tales from the Borderlands. Yay! Gearbox has announced that a brand new Tales from the Borderlands game will be released in the year of 2022. That is this year. And promises a new adventure, new characters, and new tales. Huh? The game was announced during Gearbox's PAX East 2022 panel by Randy Pitchford. Uh, our very own Acid Sugar was there to hear it, right? Mm-hmm. Right. The original game was released back in 2014. That was that long ago. In other news, Borderlands 3 will finally be getting a crossplay, a full crossplay at that, after the green light from Sony. That took a while. <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, the original Tales from the Borderlands game from, um, was it Telltale? that did those back in the day. Uh, it's one of the better telltale games, in my opinion, and arguably some of the best characters in all borderlands were in that. So I'm guessing now this is being developed in house and not by telltale. So hopefully that, uh, that means that maybe the development will be a little bit more smoother, <laughs> but more smoother. Yeah. Than, than a telltale games are, but, uh, Hopefully, uh, it still has the same great witty writing that they did in those uh, those five chapters because I really, really liked it. I will play this. Unless you know, you wonder you will play that, but you wonder how many people will like do this news article John's about to read. Well, Netflix has been in the news lately. <laughs> Sorry, my dog uh, Harper. Bur- she oh. she starts to she, you can she starts to like. She starts to stare at me. At, <laughs> at Pet six. me. No, now. no, it, it has nothing to do with petting. It's around. She eat, We feed her every night at nine o'clock at night. Ah, uh, it's she starts. Eight. She starts staring at me at seven o'clock. Look at her. She's like, like you ain't forgot about me, right? Penny does dogs, that too. Dude, dogs have a way to do that forever if they need to. Is she the cutest thing? Look I just like her. it every time. Glance down, John. No, wait. Keep it on her. Keep it on her. And, oh well she looked away but harper glance down there it goes there goes that tail <laughs> every time you've looked down she's been like is it, is it time but like dogs they can my dog like if if uh like my daughter are going to a room and the dog wants to go with her it can stand at the door nose to the corner for hours until she lets him in <laughs> right <laughs> Dogs are the best. We don't deserve. She just them. wants. She wants food. Aww. All right. Netflix will reportedly offer close to fifty games as part of its subscription by the end of the year. The company is looking to provide gaming-based content opportunities, quote, from every direction, mm-hmm. but is sticking to mobile platforms for the time being. Users currently have access to eighteen games, with the plan to add thirty more in the next eight months. This news follows the company's largest stock drop after losing 200,000 subscribers. Netflix has also acquired two mobile game studios. Um, I think the big one they announced it's coming is they're doing a, uh, <laughs> a, a was it a rendition of Exploding Kittens, which is a very popular card game. I love that game. Uh, it's a blast. And I've actually, you know, I didn't even think about it till I 
read this that like yeah i've actually played one of their games because i just saw a trivia thing and it is like an adaptation of the mobile trivia game i used to play like they put some stupid story to it <laughs> and i guess it's it's designed to be episodic but it's really just like you're doing trivia on your tv right you know that's all it is netflix is like bro we lost a lot of people tell them about the games <laughs> panic <laughs> pivot just pivot away from anything. I don't know if their panic is overblown. Maybe it is. I don't know. Um, that's a lot of, I don't even know how many subscribers Netflix has. So I don't know what percentage 200,000 is. So I can't tell anybody, hey, this is bad. Well, but, was but it, you know. Uh, the bigger news is now what they're, because they're supposedly going to start cracking down on um you know, people sharing passwords. Password sharing. Yeah, they're expecting for the rest of the year they're going to lose another two million subscribers at least. So, aren't they the most expensive? Um, yeah, platform? subscription. Yes. Yeah, and they, they have really, um, they have the worst. Well, yeah, I don't know. They have decent service, but it's it's like when I'm paying seventeen dollars for their 4K, right? Or I think it's nineteen dollars now. And I've thought about cutting that out ever since they raised it again. And I go over to Disney Plus where I get it. Disney Plus is newer. So therefore, they're still on the low end stage as far as pricing at the moment. And I can watch at base level, you know, Endgame, uh, any of the new Disney movies, like pretty much in beautiful 4K with Dolby Atmos and all these things. It just doesn't look good when I go like, okay, what 4K movies do I got? Over on Netflix to watch, got Bird Box. Okay, you know things like that. Well, it doesn't add up. <laughs> yeah, I I found some stuff to watch recently. I don't really want to say it out loud. Mm -hmm. <laughs> is it John no, Stamos no, basketballs no. show? It's a John Stamos basketball show, isn't it? No, no. I mean, <laughs> I've been watching a lot of uh, for some reason a lot of serial killer documentaries on Disney. Yeah, they. Wait, wait, wait! I thought we were talking about Netflix. Yeah, uh, Netflix. Oh, yeah. Netflix has that for sure. Yeah, yeah Disney right. Plus. I don't watch a lot. I watched uh, in in and in, in I'm gonna say it wrong. I think it's Encanto. It's Encanto recently. Yeah, the movie was great, and and I love that. Uh, but uh, my kid watches Disney Plus all the time. I gotta be honest. So we we're never getting rid of that. Yeah, the Netflix one. Um is the one I don't, I go to the least, um, unless there's a true crime documentary that's out that I want to watch because, mm -hmm. um, Andy Griffith has left Netflix. <gasps> the, the office has left Netflix. Yeah. Friends has left Netflix. The clone wars has left Netflix. Marvel movies have left. It's just a mass exodus when people, when their contracts run out with these platforms, with these, sorry, with these properties and these, these properties parent companies are creating these platforms to move all of their stuff over sure where where netflix was where you always went to get all of it yeah it's funny i actually saw a stat there's actually two million people two million people in the in the country who still and i didn't know netflix still did this who still they still send you dvds yeah. Two million people. So they are still the number one movie rental place, physical movie rental I place. I didn't know country. if that's true. That's amazing. 100% true. About, there's like about legacy. two million of them who still send out for those physical discs mm -hmm. to, get, wow. to get movies. It's weird. Yeah. I think I watch Hulu the most now, which is really weird. That's weird. 
Yeah. But they have all the FX shows and I like a lot of their stuff and they have like their own stuff that they make too that I enjoy. So Is that they, how you watched uh, Uncharted? <laughs> maybe nope. Like I said. No, no, Netflix. No. Uh, maybe oh. Netflix is is they're aware and they've probably been aware of what's going to happen, what's coming down the pipeline, and they're getting ready to kind of refresh their you know, their shows and, and go from there. True. Yeah. Uh speaking of variable refresh rates no you could have just said speaking of refreshing chris that would have been the pro move not literally say the entire title but you know speaking of variable refresh rate this is only episode 354 you've been on every one of them do you boo not everyone but almost you're right (laughs) uh correct me again john i'm i'm gonna (laughs) (laughs) variable refresh rate will come to ps5 finally this week vrr syncs the refresh rate of the display to the game's output. This helps reduce screen tearing and frame pacing issues. PlayStation says that VRR will be supported on previously released games via a patch. And we all love a good We all patch. love a good patch. And future games will include support at launch. The company has not specified the day the patch will <laughs> arrive, <laughs> but advised keeping your PS5 connected to the internet. Please make sure for the next week, guys, you keep your PlayStation 5 connected to the internet and, and not in sleep mode. Yeah. Because yeah. it'll mess up. Hey, did this uh <laughs> this update, Chris, did it mention anything about 1440p? Still nothing on 1440p. Oh they God. just hate us in our 1440p monitors. <laughs> I will say, though, f- variable refresh rate is going to drastically improve Star Wars. For sure. Lego Star Wars. That is yeah. honestly. Are we getting one of those on the Switch? <laughs> <laughs> the one thing that made me really glad that I bought um, Valhalla on Xbox at launch was that, and I I heard this, um, was that like, you know, at launch compared to the PS5 version or just if you did not have a variable refresh rate monitor slash TV, right? You had, AC had serious screen tearing. But for me, I was like, I remember this. I was like, I, I don't. I don't remember this ever being a problem. So, you know, it, it really can help cover up some some warts, if you will, with the game. If you uh, some warts. Yeah. If you have a the gentle you know, ones. Variable refresh rate. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, unless John reads about Diablo, which I don't think he's going to. Uh, we need to know if this is finally this week. I had I had no idea what Chris was talking about today. Yeah. And because- now you do. Well, I mean, he he called it my game of the year, and I've never once said that. <laughs> you were saying that no, the no, no, no. Hold on, mobile version two, of Diablo. You two like to. <laughs> you two are so like into projecting things onto me. It's like, look, I hate, I, I hate what no, I hate. You, what's you, her face? You, you know, I'm like bootleg JJ Abrams right now. Okay? You know what? I anticipate. <laughs> I anticipated you saying these things. So, good thing is, I pulled up the old audio, and here's a clip. That would be fantastic. Diablo Immortal's going to be game of the year. It's, great. it's going to be better than Diablo 4. I love mobile games. I'm John Farron. I got a phone. <laughs> Jade Raymond. Blah. Jade Raymond. Blur. Jeff Keighley. Blur. That's an exact quote, ladies and gentlemen. And plus, the audio quality is amazing. You be like you, gotta be yeah. honest. I can't believe uh, that you, you your voice has changed so, so much. Um, so basically the news is, ladies and gentlemen, uh, they are they are they're they've decided to put Diablo Immortal on PC as well as phone. And why not switch as well? Come on. And John, it got a release date. 
God, I don't remember man. the release date. So, so Chris, why don't you? Why don't you just? Yeah. Why don't y'all just go all out of order right here at the end and y'all double team the Diablo news? Well, you will get Diablo Immortal on June second. That's you not... will You will have hell in your hand. Sean, will you? Sean, will you take? Will you check your panties to see if they're in a bind, real quick? <laughs> I don't have any on. Oh, <laughs> uh, or I do. I even have pants on right now. What's happening? <laughs> yeah i think they said no. by the way um no. <laughs> what was it Pivot. they said their reason for putting on pc was that they figured everyone was going to emulate it there anyway so they were just going to go ahead and get ahead of that. they didn't say that officially yeah. but they said that yeah our joke out. was you're gonna have to have a phone to play with it on pc <laughs> yeah. you're gonna have to play on a touchscreen monitor <laughs> Oh be my goodness! Hey this Sean, would, this game would have been great coming to PS5, by the way. Hmm. Hey Sean. Hey. Finally, this week. Yeah, we have a delay to update you on, and uh, I gotta let you know it, it came from a pretty credible source. The Super Mario movie has been delayed. Illumination Studios. Super Mario Bros. is officially being delayed to the year of 2023 as Hollywood continues to st- uh, suffer the effects of the COVID-19 pandemic and other issues. According to Miyamoto, that's right, the Miyamoto, after consulting with Chris-san, my partner at Illumination on the Super Mario Bros. film, that's me, we decided to move the global release to spring 2023. My deepest apologies, but I promise it will be well worth the wait. That is the end of the quote from Mr. Miyamoto. The movie was originally set to release this year, as a matter of fact, just before Christmas on December 21st. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is a sign of the movie's quality or anything. This is just literally another casualty of there's a huge issue going on with Hollywood right now because they have all these films that they've had to delay for so long. And apparently as a result of that, it's created a huge backlog for special effects warehouses, being able to do things and have them polished like DC completely revamped their slate uh, of what was releasing this year because of it. I believe Marvel has revamped some of its slate. Um, what was the other thing that recently Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse recently or the next Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse movie just got delayed to next year because of the same issue too. It's just, you have limited resource as far as, you know, for certain things that companies specialize special effects wise that they don't do in house. And, you know, you're kind of, if everyone wants, wants it, you're kind of, it's kind of either, I guess, you know, capitalism, who's going to pay the most to get immediate results or else be, you go in order of served. Right. So if you're further down the list, you're probably not going to have it done this year. Unfortunately sucks. You got, you got all that, all of that after, after Miyamoto said that I kind of figured that's what it probably was. <laughs> you're amazing, dude. You Miyamoto watch, gets like, it. Me, 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 he gets it. No, Chris gets Miyamoto. Well, the, the thing. he he Chris, consulted. Chris it said, "Look," he said after consulting with Chris Son, "I'm Chris Son." It's all. We need that giving, quoted and giving, put on a just, bumper sticker immediately. I am Chris Son. The layout of that conversation. Yes. Can you give us his phone number? Yeah. Seven zero six. Uh, wait. 
Can we just 706. Like, <laughs> 706. He lives in Columbus. Uh, hey, guys, we've been going for a while, but um, this is a good one. Do you want to wrap it up? Never. Just to be safe. Dear God, yes. Electronic mail from the future. Oh, oh, dang, man! I'm trying. I'm gonna let this. I'm gonna let this cat in real quick. He's He's got to see. Crazy guy, see his thing. (laughs) Just straight up train wreck. Uh, This is the part of the show we call emails, uh, but it really is uh, user driven. Wait, what? Listener driven. Uh, we start off with emails that we read from our uh, official account. That's weeklygameschat at gmail.com. And boy, we got something to read this week. Chris, you you by default have to re- read the two Juwans, right? Sure. We'll I'll read that. the two Elis, and we got to make John read the next three because they're by like Johns and Jonathans, and they mentioned number one John fan. Okay. Let's start with Juwan email number one. First off, hello and thank Hi. you. Hi. For making the best podcast in the world. The world. Last week's podcast was really funny and enjoyable. I started playing Trigger Witch. Hey, I know what that is. Which is a very reminiscent of a Legend of Zelda Link of the Past. But instead of a sword, you carry assault rifles and such. Also, not sure if you guys have ever played the Death's Bank titles. They are on Steam and have been some of the most memorable and funny games I have ever played. And it would be cool to see them on new generation consoles, but sadly they got left behind in the 360 PS3 era on Steam. Uh, so Steam is the best bet. Uh, I believe the names were Death Spank, Death Spank, Thongs of Virtue, and The Baconing. That's a great title name. Recently, Death was Death uh, Spank, Thongs of Virtue. Yes, yeah, I that did. Was, uh, yeah, he did. Jesus. Recently, I replayed all three, and I would love these on Switch. Something tells me that Death Spank, (laughs) the thongs, a virtue might not make it to Switch, but I could be wrong. Uh, My question this week would be for Sean, mostly, since he's the head VR guy. As soon as I was able to get PSVR on my PS4 Pro back in the day, and I got Doom VR, Skyrim VR, Resident Evil 7 VR, I tried Moss, and I thought the VR experience was so cool, but it got me extremely sick within two hours. Uh, of Resident Evil 7, which right after I had to lay down and my stomach was in shambles. I managed to return it to GameStop just because the guy there felt my pain. Since then, I have been afraid to try VR, but with games like Moss 2, Half-Life Alex, Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, and Resident Evil 4 VR, I have been dying to try them. I've heard uh, use a fan... While I play, others have said to take Dramamine, but I don't want to take anything just to play a game. Is there any recommendations you can offer? Also, when people ask me from now on about 
a game story, I will make sure to tell them <laughs> it comes together like breadcrumbs on meatballs. Anyways, great podcast is always a game on. And then let me see. What was the second meme? We'll just go. Forgot to add, John, if you decide to watch anime, I highly re- recommend you watch Bleach, my personal fam- favorite anime of all time. And Z- Z- Zachary Kenpachi is definitely my favorite character of all time. I probably just butchered that, by the way. I bring this up because they never did the last season except for the, the mag- manga version of it and they just decided to animate it and it should be coming sometime soon trust me don't miss it so there you go john there's a uh, anime recommendation for you sean any tips as far as vr sickness i do have some tips first off i'm gonna read the email kind of like how you told me Mm -hmm. all right if you got your vr and immediately went hard in the paint two hours in your in your experience i don't i don't know if that's how it happened but i i read a lot when i first I read about VR and what to expect when I first got the VR. One of it was tiptoes, right? Like when you get into a pool, if you think the water's cold, cold, don't go hard in the paint two hours sessions. Okay. You got a good tip when someone said use a fan, like a box fan or whatever kind of fan you need in front of you, making sure that you stay cool. Second is to make sure that you don't stand up while playing. When you first get used to VR, I'm a seasoned veteran at VR play and I still get a little whoo, a little wobbly. Like when I'm going, you know, super awesome beat saber mode, Sean, uh, I got to calm down. Right. Or recently playing Moss two, I played it a lot sitting down and I wanted to stand up in certain instances to see around like little nooks and crannies. And you get that little feeling of, whoo. so I do understand uh, the, the feeling, the sick it's the, it's the nausea kicking in your equilibrium is messed up. Uh, I wouldn't take Dramamine just to play VR either. I would try sitting down. I would try short sessions at first, and I would make sure that my room was cool and I had a fan on me. Also, make sure no one tries to effing scare you while you're playing VR games. Because that's not cool. I hope that helps. I hope, I mean, if you've seen that, it helped me. And eventually I'm able to sit down and literally play three, four hours at a time longer if I want to. Sean, question. Moss yeah. comes across as a game that's kind of gentle on the tum-tum. Yeah. What do you think? Would you say? It can be, yeah, because uh, you play it with a controller. I don't know how it plays on, like, the uh, MetaQuest 2 and what have you, or how it will play. Uh, PS4 and PS5, I used a controller, and it Quill, the main character, that's how it's set up. So, uh, very, I think a very entry-level VR experience because... You're watching your character go through the level versus you being going through the level as a player, if that makes sense. So it, I think those are very easy to to kind of dip your toe in and get ready. When uh, Chris, when Sean talks about VR, and particularly in this moment, he sounded like some guy from MIT. It was crazy. <laughs> he had like this crazy MIT, I'm the smartest man in the world quality. It was Awesome. You don't get to see it that much because I know because I'm dumb as a brick. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, John, you missed it. I'm going to read the two emails from Eli. Okay. And you have to read everything concerning Jonathan, John, or John. Fair. Yeah. I mean, because you're John. So this is from uh, Eli. Uh, What up? Let's see here. If you had to pick only one console or play only one computer, what would you play? Be specific. 
Also, if you play Apex Legends, which operator is your favorite and why? Uh, Eli's personal answers are Nintendo Switch and Valkyrie. Game on. Game on to you, Eli. Where was that sent? I'm going to let you say game on first. Okay. Uh, Game on. John doesn't want to tell you game on, Eli. He wants to play with a dog. This was sent from an iPhone's iPhone. Game on. I'm sorry. Uh, So the easy answer is the most recent console uh, or the most recent computer you've built or something like that. I'll go ahead and say now I I don't play Apex constantly, so I can't give you an answer on my favorite class. I think personally of the ones I've played, my favorite is either Mirage or probably Lifeline. I like using her a lot back when I played because she's kind of the healer. And I always, you know me, Sean, uh, if I could play yeah. a healer, I usually go for Panda the healer. Quan, son, in the house. Yeah, but if uh, we're talking about um, what console or anything, yeah, I'll take uh, Windows 10 PC. <laughs> With 3080 you know Windows Ti, like, it's gonna have more Windows, right? Yeah, like, but you know, if I have to do it today, right, of what's out there, then that's what I'm gonna go with because I think it just gives you the access to the most things to play that I would be, especially you know, and historically too, I could go back and play everything and it'd be better than originally it was, run better, I should say. So Chris is gonna lug a computer around. Yeah. Um I'm I'm tempted to say my PS5 cuz you know it's awesome or my lug, Xbox lug my computer. But I'm going to be lugging a computer around. Uh I I'm going to probably say a current gen console either the Xbox Series X or the PS5 and I know that's cuz they, for me they're both portable to a degree and they they are amazing in the technology they have in them. Fair. So there you go. John, do you have one? Uh, it's not even close. It's in the Nintendo Switch. Um, I would say, I would say, like a year or two ago, it would have been Super NES. SNES. But uh, the fact that most of those games can be played on Switch now, dude, you're right. I'm switching the Switch. Makes it makes it. I'm gonna take my OLED. You're plus, right, John. Plus it has the greatest game ever made, which is Breath of the Wild. I can play Diablo on it. I can. I mean, there's so many different types of games. It used to have Nintendo Minute, which of course was never a minute on it. Right. But uh, they quit doing that series, which makes me sad. But anyway. But yeah, that's that's my go-to. That is my probably my favorite console of all time at this it point. It might be. Now, for context, that email was sent back on the 21st of April. Because what I'm about to tell you is I got another email from Eli. And it says it's been a while. All right. First of all, we know it hasn't. Uh, but this was sent today, four hours ago to be exact. It says, hey, guys, it's been a while. <laughs> now, I, I have a question. If you could only play Microsoft consoles, Sony consoles, <laughs> this is so... or Nintendo consoles. Second oh, question. Okay. Okay. If I guess the question is, you can only play one of them. Which one? It's Nintendo pick? for me. Chris, you, probably, you shouldn't even have to ask me. It's John's Nintendo's. Chris, what's yours? Man, that's hard. Um, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta I, pick Microsoft. No, I love Microsoft. I gotta go Sony. I gotta Sony go consoles Sony. overall. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna be able to answer this question. What is your favorite one season anime? Like under 50 episodes. 
I have um, no idea. Yeah. Um, Dragon Ball Z is very much not one season, but uh, there you go. That's what I got for you. So apparently, I like I live Avatar. It's not, it's a not one an anime. anime. <laughs> Neither is Dragon Ball Z. I'm gonna say Trigun. At least it's an anime. <laughs> what? Uh, Eli's has got to be Gurren Lagan. Oh uh, yeah. Not Death Spank. <laughs> if you cool. know what this is, you should get a cookie. Apparently, I'm getting a cookie. No, no, none of us are getting cookies. I was just being polite. <laughs> You're like, oh yeah, oh Gurren yeah, Lagan. Yeah, oh Gurren Lagan. <laughs> <laughs> is that a beer? Uh, if you don't watch it on Hulu, apparently Chris can watch Gurren Lagann on Hulu. Oh, okay. And, and update us. It's only 24 episodes long, and it's touted, right, as one of the very best mecha animes ever. So Gundam, I'm guessing? Uh, Gurren Lagann. Yeah, I mean, like, it's in the style of a Gundam since it's... Uh, Gurren Lagann. <laughs> a, uh... <laughs> Go to the bar tomorrow night, and I'm like, yeah, can we get the uh, Gurren Lagann? Uh, hey, is that Gurren Lagann on draft tonight or what? Uh, just for clarification again, this was also sent from an iPhone's iPhone. There you go. So now, John, you are up. You All have right. a bunch of emails to read. Okay. First is, from, first is from Mr. Simmons. You guys rock. Yeah, we do. You rock, Jonathan. I sent an email last. Thank you. I sent an email last week trying to get you to use your double entendres in inappropriate ways, and when John read it, it nearly I nearly died from laughter. You. Guys it was rocked. it was fantastic. What was it? It was uh, he was saying a bunch of things about how he just got done, basically, and gotcha. Mm, yeah, you I read it that. exactly yeah, yeah. like you're supposed to. I just bought an Oculus after hearing y'all's review of Moss yes. Two. Wow. So I started playing Moss and wow, what an interesting concept. The other day I unlocked a new room and Quill literally paused, turned around, ran towards me, stopped at the edge of the platform and stuck his hand out for a high five. Wow. That's right. Neat. I went in for the high five and sure enough, it connected and made us happy. Made us right. happy. Keep on rocking y'all. And then cool. from John. That, first off, that's what's up, dude. If you need any, uh, any any games to play on your newly uh purchased MetaQuest VR, Nacho, Ordinary Gamer, myself, and just ask the question and chat on our Discord. We got you. And if you're one of the few people that still is going out there and buying Oculus Rifts, you can hit me up for some great Steam VR games. <laughs> <laughs> And I'll, and I'll direct you to a website with a list. <laughs> Old school Oculus. The Oculus. This one, this one comes from John. Uh, John M. John yeah, M. RE Village. Right? Uh, hey, guys. Hey. hey. Sorry for only saying all three last week. I assume you need more info to mail off the game. Ah. I was trying to type the email out at work, but kept getting interrupted every time darn work i manage a top performing t-mobile in louisiana so every five seconds someone was asking me a question and after trying to so many times to type (laughs) the email i just said whatever i'll email them all say uh, saying all three and then email again when i get home with more details and then totally forgot totes forgot dude so um 
segue here. When you uh, when when we're signing this game, we're gonna have to find a white sharpie because it's a very dark game, image wise, or like a paint marker. Yeah. Okay. Do you, sure. do you know what those are? Uh huh. <laughs> do you really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Used to be a camp counselor. <laughs> I've seen Anyways, those pictures. I'll have my address at the bottom of the email. We will read that out loud. Um. Just call you You're funny. That's just Doc's J. Uh, John. <laughs> uh, I do have a funny story for you guys. My wife. Your, your wife. wife? And I went to see Sonic 2 in theaters over the weekend. Not to brag or anything, but I'm a major Sonic the Hedgehog fan. Anyways, we watch, we are watching the movie together. And at the post credit scene, I was literally freaking out, audibly gasping in the theater. And my wife had to grab my arm and say, John, STFU. See, John, that stands for shut the... Shut the... I know. All right. You are a you are a grown a thirty year old man flipping out in a children movie. <laughs> this is an Avengers in game, and then it hit me. I basically just reacted as if I had seen Captain America lift Molnir for the first time. You see, spoilers. Yeah, that's the a movie, hammer. The movie was decent altogether. The last forty five minutes was very enjoyable, but the first quarter of it I didn't care too much for. Sonic is just over the top obnoxious in my opinion. But again, it's a kids' movie. Hope you guys have a great week and keep up the good work, John. And that address is is right. Hey, first of all, <laughs> shout out and congrats to having a top uh, store that you're managing. Mm. Uh, that's what's up. We do have some folks that were in our Twitch chat tonight saying how they loved your store and your company, giving them free uh, service. I forget what it was. Mm. Uh, so that's, that's what's up. Thank you for sending that email. And, and and thank you for clarifying what all three meant. We figured it out, didn't we, boys? Yeah, I think we yeah, yeah. I think it was clear. I think we, yeah. we got smart for like half a second and figured it out. So It happens once a year. Did any of you see Sonic 2? I have not yet. Uh, well, I mean, you know, you and your movie watching abilities recently. I don't know what you've watched. John, you got one more, and then we can move on. Oh, from uh, from Vince? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Number one John fan. I don't know why I would read this. <laughs> hey, boys. What's up? Hey. It's, the number one, it's the number one John fan, Vince, a.k.a. Overblown Truth. I rarely catch the streams. I love catching a good stream. Wait, no, you... Uh, what? R. Kelly called? What? what? <laughs> Doo-doo butter. Uh... <laughs> Because <laughs> that's a throwback. Because I work night shifts, but starting in the next month or so, I should be on day lights, yeah. and we'll be able to see those three beautiful faces way more than you I do now. Oh, nice! I <clears throat> I turned off the Series X and have been playing on my PS5 a little bit more often than I usually do. Just got Kenna, mm. which I am having a man. I right. played that, dude. That game is so good. I play it from time to time, Joe. You got to get it. It's great, man. <laughs> <laughs> just got kenna which i'm having a blast playing in ghosts of tsushima which i think i'm going to load up tonight love a good load i was stuck on a returnal boss for a while and just beat him the other day and got the grapple and hook and now Voila! because of that i'm back in l o l oh, lots of love 
eager for a community day stream where you guys can play Mario Kart. I think that would be a blast. And whatever too. game, yeah, I think whatever game you want with the fans, I think it would be a cool idea. <laughs> Love the show. Best podcast out there that pertains to gaming. <laughs> what are you saying? No, because that's what I say a lot, John. You game on, boys. Game on. Love you, John. Hey, so I, I didn't. Well, I forgot to. Very bottom. One last thing you need to read there. Oh, where's sorry. it sent from? Uh, sent from. <laughs> I didn't. I, I I didn't read the blueprint. Right. I yeah. just read that. But that's when a I hyperlink. Together, yeah, it, I look normal. Right. I know it's a hyperlink shot. See, John, a hyperlink is sent from your mom's box. Um, I forgot to mention this, or at least opine on this. Oh. Um, regarding the Splatoon three, when 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 we talked about how Octo whatever expansion was um, added to the subscription service, uh, Nintendo keeps sweetening the pot here because I never got around to getting this particular expansion for Splatoon two. Um, this is the this is the expansion that might be putting me over the edge, and the reason I bring that up is because of his reference of Mario Kart. If you have this subscription service, you get the extra. Um, stuff so i think at some point in the next couple of months i'm going to be getting the expansion uh for um yeah boo, <laughs> for the nintendo um nintendo here's what we've noticed okay yeah. we've noticed yeah. that we have a great amount of people who listen to the show download it and all that stuff love a good uh, we used to give away stuff and hype that up and we had a lot of interaction i'm worried that we have a community day and like it's just us we're like we're just playing Mario Kart together, so we'll get we, we will try. I'm to get worried that ball about. Rolling. I'm worried about what they're going to see of you when we start playing Mario Kart together. I, I've there will be you. disclaimers if we have to sign NDAs because I turn into a. I'm not fun sometimes. No, uh, but that Nazi, was ladies and gentlemen, he comes <laughs> turns into a Nazi. Listen, those were great emails, great content. We're going to pivot over to Twitter. Unfortunately, I think you guys were. Uh, the big news this week, of course, is that Elon Musk has purchased Twitter. And so that took over everything. But we did have one. Uh, I did put out one tweet this week about how Chris. So this was the tweet, John, since you asked me to bring it up. So my, myself, Chris and John met for lunch recently. It was a debacle. Uh, basically, places staggered their openings. We actually went to one place that uh, you couldn't even you had to order to go. It was crazy. Uh, so we settled on heading over to a place called Firehouse Subs. And me, being the guy that wanted to commemorate the occasion, you know, it's been a while since we three were together eating food. I wanted a group picture. And all I took instead was a picture of the spicy Cajun chicken sandwich sign that neither one of us got. <laughs> John and I got, uh, what did we get, John? The, the smokehouse, smokehouse brisket. Yeah, the brisket. The brisket and cheddar sam- sandwich. And Chris got a meatball sandwich. Uh, yeah, and, and acid sugar let us know that that was blasphemous. Uh, so just a reminder, because I, di- I did not tell you, uh, we are on Twitter at Weekly Games Chat. I don't think we have any DMs. We do not. We'll leave it there. How about that? We'll leave it there because the show is running to be quite a long one. It's, uh, it's And girthy. And girthy. This uh, this is your, your cordial reminder, reminder that no. we reminder. do have. It's a reminder. <laughs> I am struggle bussing. Uh, we got some emails over here. What is a struggle bus? Like it, I'm the captain of it. We don't talk about uh, it. I got one email. 
uh, over on Discord. We'll read it real quick, and then we're going to close the show. Okay, that's how we're going to do it. This is from Psycho Retros. What's good, gamers? Hey. Uh, that means that means what's up. That's how the cool kids say it. I was having a conversation with my friend about our favorite games of all time, and we got to this topic. His favorite game of all time is Skyrim. But he also loves Hollow Knight to the point that he'll replay it forever. I'm in a similar boat, where The Last of Us is my favorite game ever, but I will replay Spider-Man PS4 until the day I die. Yes. So my question to you guys, do you have a game that you don't consider your favorite of all time when asked, but when you think about it, it might overtake your goat? That's a good question. I wasn't ready for that. That's a good question. Age of Empire 2 is not my favorite game of all time, but I've probably put, I don't want to think about it. No, but the question would be like, what's the game you'll pick up anytime and play it forever? It's almost like Age you're of it's almost like saying, what's your, what's your favorite game of all time for public consumption? But mm-hmm. what's your secret favorite game of all time? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, there's the one that you like look at and you go, based on what its achievement was and all that and what it meant in the moment, right? And that would be, you know, probably between Witcher 3 and Mass Effect 2, oh. as I've said. But oh, Chris, you just blew it. Because I was going to say that we could save that for intro time next week and do some homework and think about it a little bit. Oh, that well, would be an interesting well, intro. Well, To actually answer this question. Well, you know, he asked. That's true. He, he did. He did. Yes. Chris, you could still say it again. It's not like anybody yeah. really listens to you. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you could also make an art as far as just a game I could pick up anytime. He's um, still going. He's going to go. Yeah, why not? I'm committed. He's going to go. He's, he's just going to go. Answer. I'm here for the fans. Yeah. Uh, I guess you could say Rocket League, right? Rocket League would be another one that like any point in time I could just pick up and start playing. and Forever. Through. You're yeah. saying that's your forever game till you die. Like that or NBA 2K, one of them. I think that's more. Yeah. Me and John are going to wait and tell you on the intro next week. I hope you I don't know, know what I mean. Chris is going to talk about because I need to think about I'll go that see, I'll go see Sonic 2 this week. <laughs> yeah, in your living room, in the same place you watched Uncharted. <laughs> you can't uh, prove Ladies it. and gentlemen, this has been episode 354 of weekly games chat we hope you enjoyed it i know that we uh we love doing this for for you wherever you download your podcast from please uh if you can leave us a like you know five stars or what have you so your friends can find us uh if you want to uh, next time catch us on twitch.tv um you can do that from a smartphone uh an app a computer whatever you want to do and we'd love to have you uh, on social media, you can find us on Twitter at Weekly Games Chat. For emails, it is simply weeklygameschat at gmail.com. And don't forget, we do have the best di- Discord community in the entire world. My name is Sean. It has been a pleasure. And to my friends, uh, Chris and John, I simply say, Game on, Chris, and Game on, John. Uh, game on, Sean, and Game on, John. Game on, Sean. Game on, Chris. May the force be with you. May the force be with you. Peace out, everybody. Your mom's box. Don't be honest.